Hey everyone, and welcome to the NXS Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Dash, and today in episode nine, we step into the beautiful mind of Jeff Keeley and unravel all its wonders. We're talking Gamescom, we're talking Elden Ring, we're talking Ghost of Tsushima, maybe a little bit of Halo. What else are we talking, guys? A whole lot of things. Joining me as always is the Souls-like stud, Jeremy Rain. What's up, brother? In the words of my neighbor again, breathing. That's what he used to say. And I'm going to, those are words or a word. Before we stop breathing. Did so you breathe in? Breathe, did you say breathe him or breathe in? Breathing. <laughs> <laughs> speaking, of someone, speaking of someone we're about to breathe him is uh, our other fantastic co-host. K Fun, Mr. Fontana, hey. Kevin, what's up, brother? How are you, man? Oh man, I'm so good. This week has been so crazy, and I look forward to this every single week. Um, there's so much news. There's just so many things happening because of Gamescom. Yeah, uh, I can't wait to get into all this thick with two C's nonsensical news. <laughs> Let's get to it. Then. Let's get to it thick. All right. Um, there was a lot of thick news and yeah, the Gamescom <laughs> show, man, as you alluded to, man, was, uh, was a pretty good show. It was better thick. than, better than I thought it was going to be. It was thick two C's. Hey, before we get started, <clears throat> let's get some housekeeping out of the way. If you're watching us on YouTube, YouTube, the YouTube, first of all, <laughs> first of all, get off of YouTube and get on YouTube and uh, please hit that like, please hit that subscribe um, if you like what we're putting out. Um, yeah, we're putting in a lot of work into a lot of these videos. Hope you guys like them. Um, that like and subscribe helps us do some more. Audio listeners, please do drop us a review on your platinum of platform of choice. And that's appreciated as well. Speaking of videos that we're putting out, this week, actually just today, we dropped the Tales of Arise demo impressions where Jeremy, Jeremy, fantastic work leading that one, man. Um, you partnered with the great Wes from the great game debate, man. That turned out to a really nice video, man. We debated about the demo in a sense. We'll have a link to that demo as well. Please check that out. It's a really nice in-depth impressions of that demo it's funny like uh when Wes was telling me that he was gonna spend two or three hours on the demo at least and i'm like yeah bro it was like a 30 minute demo man don't worry about it <laughs> <laughs> and uh kevin i don't it's know how like much time nobody, you spent i don't know how much time you spent on the demo uh but i spent like 30 to 45 minutes i ran yeah. through that thing i'm That's, like yeah. mission objective complete yeah. uh and I then i watched the, the flaming sword and i don't know what yeah. that was <laughs> uh, the, the guy with the flaming sword and I, I was happy to just flame <laughs> things up. Flame on. The sword. Flame on. Um, Jeremy, yeah, Jeremy, you had very, very sophisticated reasons why you picked your character uh, as, as yes. described in the video. Hey, man, I yes. thought she was a ranged character. You know, she had she had a gun. I thought, you know, it, it, it so was probably the way to thought, go. You thought she was a ranged character, but really it was just that she fit in your range of characters <laughs> that you oh, like. Oh. <laughs> that was good. The range of waifu characters that meet uh, Jeremy Rain's uh, very high expectations. Oh, goodness. Waifu hunter Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get a new nickname, man. Souls Like Stud is now the waifu hunter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 
just busting your busting your balls. No, but honestly, I'm glad you guys spent so much time on the the demo. It was fantastic to see all those things that I apparently missed. I'm like, oh, there's crafting in this game. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you mean? There's crafting items you could find. Uh, you know, I checked out some of those things, but yeah, you guys really took your time, and that demo uh, preview turned out really nice. So if you guys haven't already, yeah, great job. Check that out. We're gonna drop the link in there. Big big thank you to Wes for uh, joining Jeremy and helping us out with that video. It turned out really really good. Alrighty. Hey, Jeremy. What's up? You've been playing Tales of Rise. What else <laughs> yeah. have you been playing, man? Let's get into what we've been playing. Well, I was going to say, you know, that you mentioned that Wes was going to play that two, three hours. I probably maybe went around that time, maybe a little bit more just to kind of discover the things that you guys really? were talking about with the, oh, I played it a lot. Probably surprisingly a lot more than I thought it. I would. Oh um, yeah, there's no time limit on that. You could like you could stay in that world as much as you want, right? There's no time. Yeah, limit. yeah. And you know what? On a on a bit of a tangent, I'll start the tangent here for this Do episode. It. Good. But yeah, good. you know what? You know what grinds my gears? Maybe that should be a segment. You know what grinds my gears? What grinds your gears, man? <laughs> time limited <laughs> demos, man. Yes. Oh yeah. Let, let the me play the demo. One. Yeah, I was busy. I was on vacation. Demo. I came back. Exactly. And it wasn't available anymore. Oh well, no. So those are time limited in terms of like it's only available for one week. Oh, you're, you're talking, yeah, on the actual the gameplay. It's like out. cool. You have one hour, hour to play this. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. Resident like, Evil, you had thirty minutes exactly. for the first demo. Like, exactly. Yeah. Like Resident Evil, you had thirty minutes to do run through. Yeah. That's not the game that you speed run. I, I mean, the whole game actually, though, wait, yeah. wait. Cool. Kevin did speed run that with a knife, apparently. <laughs> Running <laughs> around with scissors. I think I beat it the in, what, like an hour and eight minutes or something crazy like that. How is that possible? I want to watch how that happens. There's probably there's more, more than enough speed runs because that was a trophy. You have to beat it in under like yes. four hours yeah, or something. An hour and a half or something like that. Under like two hours or three hours, something like that. That is. And yeah, that is so nuts. Dude, I still only have one more trophy and I cannot do mercenaries. I, not that I can't do it. I just I don't have the focus right now to do it. It's the last trophy I need before I platinum it. I hear it's not very good. Mercenaries, mercenaries? Yeah, I gotta say, Mercenary is actually super fun. It, it is really fun. It's just, uh, it's, it, um, so it's almost like a Souls game in a sense that mm -hmm. everything stays in the same position. It's not random. Like you, you just have to learn the layout, which I don't want to do because some of these levels are crazy because you essentially have to chain your kills. So you have to like keep one guy on the far side of the room alive. So you have enough time to run over there real quick before your kill count goes down. And then once you get to the doorway, you kill him and then another guy spawns. And so it's like, I don't know. It's just difficult to like, I don't, Hey, nobody got time for that. that. Yeah. <laughs> so, Ain't no one got the time for that. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't even try it. I, I, I like the main you, campaign. Uh, I didn't know you had to be it's John fun. wick to, to, to play. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It yeah, is fun, to, though. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I'm knocking it because I don't have the time for it, but it's fun. Okay. Anyway, yeah, so that, that's what grinds <laughs> my gears. <laughs> yeah. Time-limited demos. Let you me and me both, it. brother. You and me both. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, it was nice to know that you could actually play that demo without any time limits, and that really got me to actually, like, play all the other characters as well um, and get a feel for the combat system. So it, it was... I don't know. I had I had a good time with it, uh, and you can kind of see it in that video. But outside of that, I am also a free man. Why is that? And what I and what I mean by that is, I was like, first okay. escape, first. 
First escape in the 80s is what I meant. Yeah. Oh, congrats, man. Woo! First ever since. Yes. Uh, nice. Since it came out. So, you know, Good I. Job, man. Admittedly, you know, I, I've been playing that game kind of impatiently. And what I mean by that is like super aggressive, not caring about like what's hitting me and, and just mm -hmm. overall being careless. Care, as they say. That's exactly what it is. Um, until I was just like, okay, I'm kind of nearing to the point where I just want to beat this game. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, you know, practice a little bit of patience, uh, a little bit of strategery, mm -hmm. and uh, finally made my first word? escape. Strategery is a word, sir. Look it up. Oh, I, I did not. I literally <laughs> didn't know that. I, I think it's a word because uh, our president, our former president, I should say, used it. <laughs> That's strategy, yeah. Chiefly strategy. used, ironically or derisively. <laughs> uh, what 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 weapon did you beat it with? I ended up using a shield. I that's not a weapon. That's it. that that's a that's not a weapon. That's a shield. Uh, oh. Not in this minor spoiler. Oh, alerts, okay. but you can make you, you, you can make a destructor disc out of your uh, of your uh, out of oh, your shield. Apparently, oh, yeah, that's apparently, cool. Strategy is used uh, like. As sarcasm, like to be like, is okay, it? asshole, this is some brilliant strategery. Hmm. I, I usually, I usually hear it from the actual person saying it. Like my strategery here, uh, I don't like. I don't ever use it against like Kevin. Your strategery there was stupid. Um, <laughs> well, it says it says here it's chiefly used ironically or derisively, and that word derisively means in a manner of expressing contempt or ridicule. So it's almost like you're saying it with a bad meaning. This is just food for thought. Now we're learning. I mean, I had to look it up. And now we're learning uh, that this is a sassy ass word. All right. So I didn't even know it was a real sassy. word. Yeah. When I didn't I'm sassy, I can say that. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy, you're always sassy. You're the sassy. Uh, yeah. You're all oh. partner. I think that that strategy is kind of lame. <laughs> was there a sassy spice? Because that'd be Jeremy. Uh, I'm gonna say no, that you know when we uh, eventually team up, team up for like uh, aliens or or, or Elden Ring. Yeah, y'all, that strategy it's not great. Yeah, you really need to work on your strategy. <laughs> Let's get back to your strategy. Okay, so you played Hades. Yeah. Um, beer was a bad choice. Now kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about Jer Jeremy loaded up on beer. Uh, Kevin on. Tabasco was it? Tapatio. Yeah, Tapatio. Yep. Tapatio. Taps. Yep. I got my first beer in a couple months. All right, so you beat Hades. Um, how, how does it work? Because people talk about like, cool, I did it in under thirty minutes. Now, um, do you have the itch? Oh, well, you do because you're just playing it a second ago. Do you have yeah. the itch to go back and do some more runs and escape some more? Minutes. Yes. Yes and no. Like I, it, it's it's kind of weird. I don't know how to explain it. Like I want to continue playing it, but I don't. I don't know if you've ever felt that way about a game, yes, but I, yeah, part, yeah, part of me wants to kind of like move on and I, and play some other games. Sorry, uh, I just I feel that about Ghost of Tsushima right now. It's like yeah, I beat it. Yeah. The, I beat the uh, DLC, but I don't know if I yes. want to one hundred percent it. Go yeah. on, Jeremy. Well, Go on. Well, no, that that's game the, especially though it's emotionally taxing. Like Hades, like. Oh my gosh, you only take so much of that, man. But hold on, you get good though. Like Returnal, yeah. after I yeah. beat Returnal, yeah. I went back and I just slaughtered the first three biomes. Like, no problem. 
all the bosses, wow. everything in like a really short time. I just slaughtered wow, gosh, them. Yeah. Amazing. So like, I think there's like a, it's like a super saiyan. It's like a saying when you like after a battle, you <laughs> yeah. get strong, like you're stronger wow. after every battle. So was that, is that how you feel uh, with Hades? Actually, is it confidence and skill? Yeah. Cause I think, you know, once you <laughs> kind of gravitate, you know, inevitably you're going to be using all of the available weapons there just because you're able to get some of the materials and, and uh, upgrades that way. Um, so you're going to end up playing, you know, different types of like using those different types of weapons and that's what kind of keeps it fresh um but you know honestly you're probably going to gravitate towards your favorites so my favorites right now so i know a lot of people like the bow i couldn't yeah. do it like yeah. i couldn't rhythmically like get into the groove of actually using the bow and right now i think the one that you know has been kind of like like I i've been jiving with is really the shield the sword and the spear um and really from what I hear is you have to beat the game for a total of 10 times. So nine more times for me hmm. to get the true ending. And I'm just like, oh, wow. I'm pretty sure, you know, if I wanted to, I could, you know, beat it another nine times and yeah, get that true ending. Um, I don't know yet. I don't know. Like part of me wants to keep uh, continuing. That's kind of like what I felt like when I, you know, beat Returnal and I found yeah. out that there was a true ending there. And, and you got that, right? Yeah, and I got that. I still that need too. to get it. I still need to get it, man. But <sighs> I and I've read. By the way, I loved my game of the year, but apparently I don't have its true ending. Um, and I refuse <laughs> to watch it on YouTube because I want to earn it. But yeah, yes. there's just so many other things like, to play. Yeah, exactly. That's um, that's Jeremy. kind of where I'm at. That's kind of where I'm at. Is like like I want to yeah, continue yeah. playing it, but then I also want to continue like going through like the backlog and then, you yes. know, also start that walkthrough of a way out with Kevin here. Uh, <laughs> that, that, that needs to happen. Right? I want to do so, that with you too, Jeremy. Ex exactly. So um, I could see myself, you know, you know, I think the good thing about actually playing it on the console and, you know, the, I don't know if you could do this on the PC version of the game. It's just that, you know, that quick resume is just, it's a great feature like i can mm -hmm. just play like 20 30 minutes to clear like a level or a couple of rooms and then just you know leave it for a little bit and then come back uh yeah. whenever whenever i want to essentially um yeah, but you know because you don't yeah, have yeah. kids you don't have to worry about somebody opening another game and closing it and losing six hours of progress yeah saving like bb and awesome. tina over it well don't they say yeah. that uh on xbox you can at least um it's like quick resume like five, like games, five games. Some crazy like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's so cool. I love it. Yeah. yeah so, it. <laughs> so yeah, I'm at that point where like I'm thinking like, mm, should I continue playing? Try to get that true ending? Because yeah, you can finish what, the game what, thirty minutes to an hour. What game would peel you away from it and get you to play it instead? Um. So, I want to eventually get to try that DLC for Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. That expansion mm -hmm. yeah um but then also should. yeah and also like kind of hearing the reactions uh from kevin um about Whoa. scarlet scarlet nexus scarlet nexus yeah, I yeah keep it keep in too. mind he was raving about the medium as well though i don't i don't know if <laughs> 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 i'm kidding kevin i'm go, kidding go man just loves video that. games the man <laughs> just loves video well, games. you know what i just love a good story and yeah. at first I, uh what was it i think jeremy you made a joke like like somebody was saying something about Scarlet Nexus, like you just got to keep playing it. It gets better. Um, or it was about like JRPGs in general. 
um, something like that, or, or maybe Persona. I don't remember. But Scarlet Nexus is kind of that game. Like for the first like five, six hours, I was like, eh, this is all right. Like, I guess it's a cool game. It's got really fun combat. So that's kind of cool. Um, but I just hit a breaking point where I'm like, oh, like a point and, in the story where I'm like, oh my gosh, it just became so much more. There's more depth to the story mm, now, and mm. it just it got really cool. So and I, I won't give any spoilers, but it's and cool. I think that's like that's like the common issue that I have with JRPGs now and then, uh, nowadays, now and then, <laughs> nowadays uh, is that yeah, that kind of it, it does have like a slow burn in those initial like five to ten hours, and then yeah. in some JRPGs yeah. that's yeah. even longer. Like it can be well, like why, twenty I hours mean, until have, it gets going. I have two sealed copies of Dragon Quest Eleven. I got that definitive edition, <laughs> S, S edition. I'm just like, do I yeah. want to, you know, spend the first 15 hours getting acclimated and doing yeah. that whole slow yeah. burn before I, I'm ready for the rest of the game, which is another yeah. 120 hours? Yeah. No, nah, yeah. not right now. I not right Death now. Stranding. Same thing. What was it like? First 20 hours? Well, Death Stranding, I knew it was just going to be that. Yeah. I, I'm like, oh, yeah. you know what? Just survive and endure. And I did that for the first like 15 to 20 hours. I'm like, it's just, this yeah. is what the game is. But then when it just threw more and more things at you in terms of like uh story yeah. as well as abilities yes. and gear and stuff like that, I'm like, no, this game Sorry, is good. I just want to be clear. Yeah. I'm only talking about the the intro to death training where they're teaching you how to play the game and you have to like really man out the first like 20 hours. Well, then they get, uh, they open up this UI and it's like yeah. 5,000 <laughs> sentences yes. in like yes. eight point font. <laughs> and it's like, what? So like, I got to read all of this. Like, yeah, I felt yeah. like I worked like, yes, at the do, freaking you... USPS, like for real. Like, yeah. Managing like you do have to mail. read it. If you don't, you're going to be bad <laughs> uh, death training player. Yeah. All read right. It. Jeremy, what else have you been playing, man? Uh, I think we're gonna talk about it some more, either either now or later in a, another video. Um, aliens, fire team. Oh yeah, talk about Elite. talk about it. Fire talk Elite. about it. I want to hear about it. I mean, can I? You know what? I've been playing that as well, so I'm gonna mm -hmm. piggyback my portion on on yours as I as I do. Yeah. So I mean, I I think we noticed this once when we were um, watching E3 games. Gamescom of like this kind of resurgence of that co-op experience and a lot of it has to do with kind of like you know whether they be zombies like back for blood um and some of the various like alternatives out there like world war z um and then i forget that one game pass game that's going to come out too starts with an a doesn't it yeah i'm forgetting what it is um i know Abacus, that was Aricus, some, something, something like that like, something like that mm. artemis um, i don't know but yeah, so so aliens kind of follows in that same vein where it's kind of a third person horde based uh, game, kind of like Left for Dead and a co-op experience. So I'm kind of hmm. so one of the things that kind of caught me a little off guard was a lot of co-op games right now. You tend to have like four player co-op. This one kind yeah. of surprised me a bit that it's like three player co-op and then, you know, not having followed the game a lot um it was surprising to see that they also had classes mm -hmm. as well and then you being able to adjust kind of like the skills and things like that as you level mm -hmm. up a class so uh, was that a little example, bit deeper than you expected it's a lot deeper than i expected and i think you know that was kind of one of Same. my main questions coming in was okay we obviously know that um 
they're going to have post-launch content. And the content that's there right now is based off of like what? I think it was like four campaigns with like three to four like chapters in each one. Yep. And um, like, what do you do after that? And it's really just leveling your classes, getting more gear. Um, There's a horde mode that uh, that unlocks afterwards. Yeah, a horde mode. And then apparently um, a, a fifth, I think. I forget how many classes are in that game. Um, but a new class unlocks after you beat the campaign. And apparently that class is without spoiling it too much is critical to kind of your success in hmm. like the higher difficulties of that game. Um, but I think, you know, I'm, I'm really surprised at like, cause you know, when you play like back for blood, left for dead, uh, a lot of it is really kind of like the special types of enemies and how mm-hmm. they were like, how they're different. Um, how they were able to kind of like take that concept and apply it to aliens. Uh and you know to to a certain extent too in the especially in the first like campaign got some like dead space vibes just because they come out of yes events like behind you and (laughs) yeah yeah. behind you crawling from the ceiling yeah yeah and and you know you have this special like alien that just like he waits around the corner or he could be like on the the wall yeah, he could be he could be on the ceiling, and you know it's not lit well enough that you can you can see him there unless you're you know by chance you're actually pointing it. And you know I've been playing it with my cousin, oh my and gosh. I've saved him a couple of times just because I'm like, Dead Space trained me. I'm like, look look at all the vents, <laughs> man. the The vents are there for a reason. You gotta go. You gotta check your six. Like walking uh, around with a mirror in front of you, you know? Exactly, <laughs> and, and you know so. Ended up me having to like save him a couple times, but yeah, you do have that little pouncer enemy, you have that little spitter type enemy, and then you have that tank uh enemy. But overall, like I'm really like enjoying that game, and I'm kind of curious to see um how they kind of if they're planning on adding additional modes to the game. I know you know they're going to add more cosmetics to the game. Obviously, there's an expansion pass. Um but I think it would be cool if they kind of took the kind of Left 4 Dead, Back for Blood uh, approach and have a PvP aspect of that, uh, where you actually kind of play um, as the aliens going yeah, against a, yeah. a fire team. Um, but, yeah. you know, I, having completed like maybe three out of the four um, campaigns there, I'm actually kind of surprised what other types of enemies that they kind of throw at you later in the game mm. um yeah i'll leave it at that because uh you know just in case you you haven't um i haven't gone anywhere thing. close that far that far no not at all i'm on the second yeah time. so i was just kind of thinking are you guys, oh, are you guys both playing online or are you playing with like ai characters i online online okay yeah i played okay. it with uh so yeah i have only i've only played uh it one session um, shout out to Hunter and, and Sal who invited me to, to play with them as, as their third. Um, and we just played, yeah, a couple of hours in that one session and yeah. we made it through the first campaign and then, uh, the first like act or chapter <clears throat> of the second campaign. And yeah, I, I echo a lot of the things that you said, man, the game is just so, it's so fun with friends. Yep. Um, it's got a good, like the way the 
difficulty sort of spikes, like sort of like elevate uh, gradually mm -hmm. are just really nice where there were moments where we spent like, <laughs> it felt like 20, 30 minutes straight talking about Bloodborne as we're playing. And so, <laughs> so I was like, guys, guys, yeah, I'm pinging, I'm pinging the ammo here. I'm like, I'm sorry, man. I'm in Yarnum right now. Yeah. Uh, um, where where it, it was that chill where you're just like shooting, like shooting off and, and just blasting the, the aliens that, it's so satisfying to kill bunches of them. It, it almost feels like you're popping water balloons. Uh, it feels <laughs> like, um, yeah. I hear that the sound design is really good. And from what I can tell, I, I agree with that. The reason I say I hear from a game that I'm actually playing is that I usually, when I do co-op, yeah. I, you know, I'm, I got to get the, the chat volume all the way up and the game game volume down. So everything was just yeah. like a little, a little bit more subdued for me. So I couldn't really enjoy the, the sound effects yeah. as much, but like that, as well as uh, the shooting itself is just incredibly like satisfying. It feels really good. I do probably need to go check, uh, change the sensitivity a little bit because yeah. those fuckers come from every, every direction. Thank man. You. And, and I'm like, you. like turning around so slowly and they're like ch <laughs> chomping on my ass for like, you know, a good six seconds before I could they just don't have like, like a quick turn. I don't think so. Lame. Yeah. You got some like, uh, cqc like secondary mm. weapons like a shotgun mm. that helps yeah. um i'm exaggerating it's not that bad but um <laughs> the environment is just really really good i'm gonna admit this and the the guys i was playing with were really shocked that i haven't actually seen aliens all like in, in full like i've seen parts of it as a kid i've seen the I'm first you, movie yeah. i've seen the first we movie as, as a whole so if we're gonna oh, do a Terminator? standalone watch Terminator, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, okay, one, two, okay. one, two, and three. Kevin, come on, man, how dare you insult? Just checking, Just checking. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Um, what about Rocky? Well, watch Rocky. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but it was like, um, no one needs to see Rocky Five. It's fine if you didn't. I didn't wait, see wait. Rocky Five, but yeah. So the environments are like, uh, yeah, very much you know, inspired, you know, it's a continuation of like the movies. It's like a set, what, 20 years after like the third movie. So, um, the guys I were, I was playing with were really Sal and Hunter were really into the franchise. Yeah. I appreciate the franchise. I've seen parts of two and three have seen all of one and I'm going to, we need to go. I feel like before we do that video, by the way, for it, not that we have to, but I'd like to watch aliens shoot maybe even like that's, tonight or, or tomorrow night. That's true. Cause I, f I feel like I, you know, from, from hearing everyone's like perspectives on it, like aliens one and two are like a must um, yes. in terms of it. But you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of like you, right. I'm like aware of like the aliens movies and I've seen bits and pieces of it. I've seen like, you know, a little bit of Prometheus so that, uh, when I come to the game, I can kind of see that. Oh, hey, that's cool. That's it's pretty authentic to yeah. to kind of like the movies. And you know, I was yeah. also kind of playing with um, my cousin, who is very much into the Aliens franchise too, to kind of like help kind of explain some of those things. Because um, admittedly, it, it does I've, help playing I've, with people that really like know it yeah. and, and and really yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. And admittedly, I've always been more of a predator person. Um, okay. As opposed to kind sure. of alien, because I've always found no that as a kid, alien. I was just always you said like always been more of a predator. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's not a predator person. He's, I've always been more of a predator myself. Hey, really, really quick. Uh, this is uh, I saw it. I saw it kind of like floating around. It's likely could be inaccurate because this was it was inaccurate mm. last month. 
but a rumored uh, rumored September PS Plus game is Predator Hunting Grounds. Oh, that could be that a fun be one fun. for us to jump on and do a that little let's be. play on. Um, yeah, I think that's I've always cool. wanted to play that. I've seen it on sales, <laughs> but too. yeah, if, if it's yeah. if it's a free game on PS Plus, we'll find yeah. out soon enough. That it's could be a fun one. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, like you, like so my knowledge of that, you know, obviously I know like what the alien is, right? I, but as a kid, yeah. It, it terrified me as a kid. That thing, like, Wait, who acid. is they? Who is the alien? I don't know who the alien is. Yeah. Head, head, head crabs, and all that <laughs> stuff. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. If I had one yeah. criticism of the game, is it's pretty predictable. I wish that they kind of like expanded on, um, kind of like the objectives <clears throat> that you go through in the level because it's it's very like formulaic and the pattern it's just very, repeats itself. Yeah, and you're gonna notice mm. that throughout the whole chapters. It's always gonna be like, oh, so the there's a ammo cache and also there's other caches here and some health packs. Cool. This is going to be an arena. We're going to hang Guess out. That around. means we're going to hunker down, yeah. Yeah. but you know, on a, on a somewhat tangent, you know what this made me wish I'm like, I'm on the tangent express in this, this episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, this made me wish that there was a co-op game for starship troopers, man. Oh mm. man. That'd be so great. Oh man. What about uh, never mind? That's just bad. I was gonna jokingly suggest a co-op shooter for Tremors. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen that. <laughs> oh my gosh, I, it, Tremors would be like a adult version of like Whack a Mole. <laughs> yeah. Tremors. So, so the premise of Tremors, Daniel, and they made like thirty-five movies because they just can't stop making them. But uh, there was uh, essentially like these sniper. big worms with like beaks. And yeah. uh, and they eat people and things and destroy stuff, but they burrow underground. Mm -hmm. And so it's tremors because they sense oh, okay. blind, but they sense your your like footsteps. They they feel seismic vibrations. So. Yeah, I uh, I you know what? It's one of those movies that your brother's watching, your older brother's yes. watching as a, as a kid, <laughs> yeah, exactly. and you walk by, you're like, oh, that's kind of neat, and you have no idea what the movie is. You yeah. watch like a good forty five minutes of it, and you're like, cool, I'm gonna go play with my X Men toys. This that that's what this movie was. <laughs> that's exactly. That's, yeah. That's it did it, you know that movie did make me not want to walk on anything for a while though yes, like i except I, rocks yeah were you just flying for a second or what were you doing were you just floating <laughs> around just not going anywhere where there's you know like dirt or grass uh <laughs> yeah. you know yeah, yeah. Only Jer jeremy as a kid was just on a seg segway you know yeah i was getting <laughs> carried just kidding <laughs> kevin hey <laughs> my main man my dude what you been playing man Hear that, Jeremy? I'm his main man. No, so. uh, Jeremy's my Jeremy's my boo. You're my main man. I'm right. the okay. side boo. That's actually worse technically <laughs> than being your boo. So actually, I just got downgraded. But, uh, um, yeah, I've been playing. Uh, so I played Ghost of Tsushima DLC. Yeah, uh, and that was really cool. Yes, it was. I I absolutely loved it, dude. Oh my gosh, I was playing on. Well, obviously, I was playing on the PS5. Uh, well, it's on the but, PS4 as well. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But I mean, well, yeah, you're right. Anyway, so not obviously, but I've been playing on the PS5 and oh my word, dude, I just can't like the haptics, the visuals. It was just so beautiful, dude. Um, because really I don't know nice, if you, man. I love the whole when you're on the horse on horseback and you're like, I can't believe these haptics are, they just feel so I good. Know. Even from the time you boot the game up, the haptics, yeah. like, because okay, so I don't know if you noticed, but the haptics were really in tune with the music as well. Mm -hmm. So when I music didn't was booming, that. yeah, it would it would like as like the drums were rolling, it'd be like, brrr, 
It was so great. Oh, that's cool. It was so immersive. That's cool. Uh, and it makes every shot count, like every explosion really count. Uh, it was just so cool. But uh, I don't know if you played it on performance mode or graphics mode, but graphics mode almost well, pretty consistently hits just about 60 frames per second. So it really wasn't too much of a hit playing it on graphics. What, what's the default? I think it's on graphics by default. Um, can I just say that I'm a little ashamed of myself right now? Uh, because you can, I don't believe it. I, I feel like I just haven't been as like in depth or as thorough with things as I want to be. And that's something that I usually with a PS, like a new PS five game. That's one of the first yeah. things I do. Oh, let's play with performance, performance, ray tracing, yeah. fidelity. Yeah. I didn't do that this time because I'm like, it's a PS4 yeah. game. It got upscaled and I'm going to play yeah. with like, it's there's, I, I knew there were multiple settings and I just didn't even bother to check with any of them. Cause I was just happy with yeah. whatever the default was. Yeah. It looked beautiful. Yeah. Well, and that's, what's funny about it. I, I was playing, actually, I switched it over to performance mode because I was like, well, obviously if there's two modes, performance mode is going to be better because it's going to give me better yeah. frame rate. Yeah. Uh, but then I was reading that they're like, yeah, they said that the graphics mode, pretty consistently hits just under 60 frames per second. So it was pretty much the same thing. It felt yeah. pretty good. It felt pretty smooth still. And everything looked gorgeous. Um, I, think I, I don't know about you, dude, but I stopped like every 10 seconds to take screenshots. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. I felt like artistically, like there wasn't a, it wasn't a very big island and there isn't as yeah. much things to do. There aren't as many like uh, side missions to do. There mm -hmm. are a few. But uh, they packed in a lot of just like beauty and like artistic, yes. like like artistic beauty. I felt like there yeah. were a lot more flower fields. It was a lot yep. more compact, um, and just like these really beautiful, like you know, vistas and landscapes yeah. and yeah. sort of set pieces where I'm just like, oh my god, I hold on, you know, I know, yeah. I know, like. <laughs> I know like there's an e eagle person that's like, you know, making me hallucinate and <laughs> revisit my past and all sorts of things. But let me, let me take some photos first. Um, yeah. Yeah. How could you know? I, right? hit, I hit the coast uh, at like sunset and I was like, <gasps> hold on. <laughs> yeah. This is more beautiful than a real sunset. <laughs> right. Cherry blossoms and it just, everything was so beautiful. I was like, I need to take some screen. Yeah. Like, yeah. Can I get my beach towel and just lay down yeah. here for a little bit? <laughs> You're saying or in, I did actually I did put on I put on my fundoshi uh that uh that I have <laughs> is that the like so, the spa yeah so <laughs> I was running around on the beach and just nothing but my my samurai undies I know That's I wonderful. know I know Jeremy wanted some captures I'm like should I troll him and just do captures all in this <laughs> I actually no joke so when I beat the game originally uh I I got to a point where I was just trying to platinum it. So I was running around the rest of the game in the Fendoshi and I was just like sprinting up to people and stabbing them in the neck and just like running. And so yeah. it was really dumb, but I was running around just like stealth. Imagine dying to a guy like dressed in that. You're like, oh, that's the He's guy all... I died to. Oh, <laughs> that's the oh, last thing you like see. Trash. <laughs> how long how long did the DLC take you guys to like complete? Yeah, let's have talk about the, yeah, I have. Let's talk about the campaign without spoiling it. Uh please. Yeah. Um it I think <laughs> it only takes I think it only takes a handful of hours. I, I didn't time yeah. myself, but yeah. I it just it feels like it can't be any more than like five to six hours, it feels like really? the main campaign. See, okay, I thought that, but then I 
I ran around for like 23 hours and I know I explore a lot and I take a lot of time to like really well, think about all the photo time here. Let me go to how long to be. I didn't time myself, yeah. but there aren't that many. It, you know, I'm not going to say how many missions because one, I don't know. Yeah. It, like, <laughs> no, by the time the final mission came, I was like, I thought that was sort of like the middle point. And I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. That was I the, did, I did a lot of exploring though. Like I, I wanted to find all the new shrines. I wanted to find all the new gear and equipment and stuff. Um, and, and again, spoiler free for Main anybody. story is four and a half hours. That's okay. see, that's funny. And I spent 23 hours just like running around and appreciating the game, which I have, <laughs> you know, no shame about. Uh, but for anybody listening, like, oh my gosh, go around and find the forgotten shrines. Don't Google it. It'll spoil the hell out of it. Just find those forgotten shrines. It's so worth it. Yes. I'm so glad you told me about that. That <laughs> like elevated the experience of, of that whole yeah. package, like way more. Oh my gosh. Again, spoiler free, but we have to tell these people because Jared or not Jared Daniel, I didn't know that there was a thing associated with them either. Uh, you get special armors from these shrines, but you have to solve a riddle. Uh, and me and Daniel both didn't know that. And so I went to all three of them and I was like, well, that's cool. I got a cool little poem (laughs) lame. And then yeah, sweet poem. You have to, you have to solve the poem and then you get a cool set of armor. Uh, but I didn't know that. So I got it and I was pretty much done with the game at that point. Is that actually um, like a, a new like full set of armor or is it just yeah, a piece of well, that armor that you have to it's armor get. skins for existing armor. Oh, okay. So yeah, you, you get three new skins for existing armor. And well and in, really cool. uh, in some of the cases it's new uh, like masks and like helmets and That's stuff. True. Too. That's true. But but it, it is mostly it is mostly skins. Um yeah. So yeah, they're really cool. I highly recommend if, if you skip all the animal shrines, which you shouldn't. How could no, you? You shouldn't pet all the. How animals. could you? All them. you heathen. Um, <laughs> pet all the animals. Pet all the cats. Play them the flutes. Yes. They like that sort yes, of thing. They do. Flute uh, hero. <laughs> Flute, Flute hero. hero PS5. That was enjoyable. <laughs> let me let me just so let's 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 talk about like our overall. We're not. I was gonna have a Ghost of Tsushima sort of like se- uh, section in in the podcast, yeah. but we're already talking about. It, so let's just do it here. Let me just say that I enjoyed the story quite a bit. I thought it was yes. a nice addition to the the main the main campaign. So I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, you know, for what you get, like for the price, if, if the main campaign is about five hours, right? And it's a $20 expansion, $10 for the PS5 upgrade. Yeah. I thought that's pretty good considering, you know, Miles Morales is about a five to six hour campaign as yeah. well for the main, main stuff. Um, Can I just point out that a Shuriken for Final Fantasy 7 Integrade DLC Shuriken was $10. Did you spend $10 on a Shuriken? You was it? <laughs> yeah, isn't that crazy? 10 bucks for uh, the Cactuar Shuriken. So anyway, much more worthwhile than a $10 Cactuar Didn't shuriken I get that Cactuar? I feel like that was an, an item. You got I it. It's a pre-order anyways. item, but okay. if you didn't pre-order it, you had to buy I it. I see. Later. Okay, okay. I'm like, I had that bucks. one. <laughs> um, the, the, so the story I thought was really good. The missions were really good. There were some really yeah. uh, just, uh, yeah, the main missions were really good. The, the new characters that they introduced and the stories yes. around them. I, I enjoyed that so much. Um, wanted a little bit more out of like 
I enjoy the, the the side missions in Ghost of Tsushima. Um, I wanted a little bit more out of the side missions. There's one. I, I feel I feel like I've completed maybe most of them. I I don't know if I completed all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one that I that I dug, but it was a lot of like, oh, go go kill those guys, those bandits yeah. there. Yes. Uh, so I was like, it was a lot of that too. Um, I will say I get a little bit of fatigue. Like I do like the animal shrines and all that, but I do get a little bit of fatigue of the yellow bird just popping up every yeah. few steps. I'm like, bird, <laughs> let me just chill and enjoy the yeah. scenery for a little yeah. bit. Like, so. <laughs> And that's just open world. That's just open world fatigue and just in general. Yeah. But I thought the the first game had a little bit of that. Um, overall, very very enjoyable experience. Bit yeah. short, um, when, and but I highly recommend it. Very artistically beautiful. Very vivid colors. Uh, like Kevin said, better better sunsets than in real life. So, <laughs> so I'm kind of curious then. Like as someone who is looking to actually get into like that expansion is it worth the 10 extra bucks to to get like the playstation 5 edition of it or would you say that it's perfectly fine playing on you know like the ps4 edition through the through like backwards compatibility um I guess personal preference, you don't, man. You don't you get the. Haptics. I don't think you get the haptics, right? You don't get the yeah. haptics, the adaptive yeah. triggers, which I feel like really added to the experience. It did. It um, did. Digital Foundry did actually did did a comparison between the because you know the PS4 version was already enhanced, right? Yeah. So you yeah, could yeah. already play that 60 frames per second. Um, they did a comparison between the two versions, and there are some textures that are improved. There are some things with the resolution that are improved. Mm-hmm. Um, some things are a little bit sharper. But overall, not a huge difference. I'll be honest. I might have not even noticed it myself. Um, I didn't do the Japanese uh, voice over this time, yeah. or the, the Japanese dub. I didn't do that. Um, but if you were interested in that, that's good. I'd say for the um, – I would say it's not a, a must-have, but I'd say if you want the full experience and you mm-hmm. want the haptics and all that, I yeah. did it. I would be very happy. Yeah, I was very happy paying the. Well, you know, I gotta say, yeah. I, I played it with 3D audio. Uh, I played it. I mean, obviously, the other one has 3D audio as well, but I don't know. It felt it all felt different on the PS5, and I think honestly, a lot of it came down to the haptics, um, because yes, like like Daniel said, that the graphics were pretty much the same. There were some textures, but but really, the the haptics are so undeniably important in the experience. Um, I would say it's worth it. I mean, it it. Again, from the time you boot the game up, when the Sucker Punch logo comes up, there's haptics already happening. Like, like it, it's so immersive, and it really builds on the story, and it really keeps you ingrained in like what's happening right now in front of you. Um, I feel like it made it a lot more fun. And then to to that point, playing with like for instance Souls controls uh, was that's obviously not exclusive. Oh to yeah, but playing with Souls controls made the whole experience so, so much, much better. better. So it's interesting control. Uh, and I don't know if that's just because we play Souls games, but if the whole experience felt so much more natural, um, and with the adaptive triggers and with the haptics, it felt so cool. Uh, like I, I mean, obviously this is a joke. Yeah, let's let's. Oh, um, we have a lot of Gamescom to cover, yeah. so let's wrap this up in a yeah. second. But 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 Kevin, I do want to say that I agree with you on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It frees up by doing using the Souls controls, which allows you to do the the attacks on the R one and R two. It frees up your thumb to uh, use the, the the thumbstick, the right thumbstick, to look yeah. around. I, and it also you also have targeting too as well, so you can lock onto yeah. people. Um, yeah. Which, by the way, 
I tr- uh, I no, I didn't turn off. I didn't use as much. I didn't like it. I, I like I, I I thought I was I I obviously use it in Souls games. I didn't like yeah. it here in Ghost of Tsushima. It felt I don't like how it's it off. I don't yeah, like how it's I don't like pressing yeah. the down button, but I, but I loved it. I loved how it automatically switches your targets as you as you kill them. Yeah, I wish. So, sorry. I, yeah, tangents. I wish that. I wish, no, yeah. no, no tangents at all. We're talking. We're talking. We're talking here. I wish Talk, that they know. they added that. Uh, I wish they were able to get some of that like that those back triggers that they had. Uh, that was like an extension oh, like, to the mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. you know PS4 controller that they were yeah. able to do that for. Um, the the dual sense it's game changer i would love to see a dual sense elite <laughs> yeah with like the yeah. build quality that an elite controller has and the, the back yeah. pedals and all that honestly I'm like having having this oh yeah yeah like when you're yeah, playing like a souls game like yeah integral game changer <laughs> yep. yeah yeah hey, you don't even know it kevin let's uh let's wrap the what you've been playing yep. with some scarlet nexus just hit yep. us with that just briefly yeah, man, I've been playing that game. I'm about 10 hours in. Um, and uh it's 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 pretty good, man. I mean, it's a really trippy game. Uh, you know, your your main character is a psychic, so you psychic attacks attack things, and 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 by psychic, I mean like you can lift a whole bus with your mind and throw it at your enemies. Um but uh but it's cool, man. She uses like little I said, I said uh by the way, I said Scarlet Nexus, not Psychonauts. Let's hear about Scarlet Nexus now. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> so it's cool though. She uses like little daggers that just kind of fly around her at all times because she's controlling them with her mind. That's cool. Uh, which man. also, now that I think about it, doesn't make any sense that they only go within a certain amount of range because they only go like maybe 15 feet in front of her. They should go a lot farther because she controls them with her mind. So yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought about that right now, but like I'll, I'll be like trying to attack things and uh, and realize that I can't reach it, and I'm like, what? This is stupid. Like my dagger should just go to them. Uh, but anyway, so that's no that's one person should have there. all that power, though. <laughs> Thanks, Kanye. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's a really good game. I, I like I said uh, earlier, you you kind of have to if you're not heavily invested, you do have to kind of chug through the first um, five or so hours. Uh, and then all of a sudden the story just like takes a hard left and you're like, what uh, is, it was crazy. Like it literally, um, you know, came out of nowhere in my opinion, all of a sudden this just out of left field plot point happens and you're like, okay, so uh, it's good. Can man. we, really Kevin, good. can we have a bro day where you come over and you play the first five hours of my like Scarlet Nexus and we like eat cheeseburgers or whatever we do and that, drinks, that drinks some beers. Amazing. When yeah. Okay. With, so I was actually going to say you could just give me a log and I'll do it here, but I want that. Yeah. Let's do that. And well, we no, Jeremy, you could come too. Cheeseburgers. Yeah. Yeah. Know? And we can hang but out then, in our fundoshis. That'd be so cool. I'd have to. I'd have to bring my console so he can. He can yes. play. I'll just. Play I'll double fist controllers. I'll play them both on easy. <laughs> for like the first like five hours. Really? <laughs> We're like get like Kevin cuck our consoles. Um, <laughs> all right, all right. Wait, he said double wait, fist. He opened me. He opened me up for that. I'm sorry. We could just use uh. We could just use a uh, share play. It'll be great. You guys. Can oh, that's yeah, like, I forgot about that. Did. No, then there won't be cheeseburgers. Oh, that's true. It's true. I want to see you guys so bad. <laughs> guys, let's use these psychic powers of ours now, like Scarlet Nexus, like Psychonauts. You're gonna talk and about Gamescom. Let's step into the world, the mind of Jeff Keeley and those beautiful, beautiful skinny jeans of his. World's uh, premiere. <laughs> so uh, Gamescom was a couple of days ago, 
and uh opening night live was it's actually still going on right now right it's a three-day event and uh opening night live um you know it was a two-hour show showed 30 plus games hosted by jeff Keeley, and uh had a lot of big games in it so i'm just gonna just name a few of the games that were in there and i'm gonna really just turn it over to all of us here and we're going to talk about some of our favorite games, favorite moments of the show. Um, so, yeah, I, I, the, the show kicked off with Saints Row. It had a really big surprise for Halo Infinite mm. as well as Horizon and getting release dates for both of those guys. And then Marvel Midnight Suns, which if you've been listening to our show, we actually teased that that rumor was swirling around. A little inside scoop, a little NXS exclusive. <laughs> Along with the rest of the internet that was talking about it, uh, so <laughs> where we got it from, like eight different that's a, sources. That's a game. Uh, that's a game I didn't know my body needed. Yeah. Until I saw the trailer. Yeah. You're like all all gold Marvel characters. I like that. Yeah. Like um, fantastic. I'm gaudy too. <laughs> so, Jeremy, tell me, man, what stood out to you from the show? I mean, you know, Midnight Suns. You should. Uh... Please have Cyclops in there. It's my own, only my favorite X Men character. Does it? I don't know. I'm just saying. If it's gonna be so, I mean, they're saying it's supposed to be like an XCOM style like uh, game. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you're able like to that. control more than uh, the that set of characters because I think you had like what Iron Man, Wolverine, and a few few others. Ghost Rider, um, Blade, Blade. Yeah. What's up with Ghost Rider's helmet? By the way, that was a little weird. <laughs> yeah, he had kind of like a Yoshimitsu sort of. Uh, yeah, I was like, I thought that was a bad guy. I'm like, oh, here comes a bad yeah. guy, y'all. Watch out, Doctor Strange. Uh, <laughs> but it was, I'm like, oh, okay, no, he's part of the crew, like right here. Watch he stops. He's like, he's like, oh, he's coming for you. And so I'm like, oh no, it's true. Yoshimitsu. They kind of they set him up as kind of like yeah, Yoshimitsu with a with a hint of Joker. Yeah, yeah it was weird. It was strange. <laughs> like, can so, you not distract me? I'm trying to do really difficult magic. Uh, <laughs> we all know what happens when you mess with that, you know. Pretty much. Um, so, Jeremy, what were you saying? You don't have experience. I'm sorry. I was put it, pulling up the trailer. What's your experience with XCOM games? Um, you know, I played the the one that they kind of rebooted. Not the one. Well, actually, I think it is just the first one. I briefly played that. Um, it's in my eternal backlog. I'm aware of it, of like it being a strategy turn-based um, game with some some aspects of like base building, uh, kind of. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I'm kind of interested in how they translate that kind of game style to to this. Um, it's certainly different than you know kind of what other publishers and developers are doing with a Marvel property. Uh, for the most part, they're always like cinematic like action adventure slash RPG. Um, yeah. So it's interesting that they're going with this uh, kind of genre. Um, so I'm interested well, they, they described this. They described this as a strategy RPG still. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I guess to a certain extent, XCOM is kind of that. If you kind of think no about one like building your squad and, and, you know, the base building aspects of it. So it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see what they have there. Uh, I, I think, you know, the other, like, if we're talking about other standouts um, of the show, like... Jeremy, I, before... Actually, can I can I just stop you for a second? I do want to hear your standouts. I kind of jumped ahead. I jumped ahead a little bit. What do you think of the show overall, actually? What, what are your overall impressions of it? I had to kind of, like, tune in and out because 
Well, one, I thought it was just an hour. Turned out to be two hours. Long. Jeff doesn't do one hour shows. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Jeff and Jeff so it was two hours long. And, you know, we, we've kind of talked about it already about how these these shows tend to have a lot of like CGI, like marketing trailers. Mm. Like, for example, Saints Row was announced in a CGI trailer, uh, but they also released a video today that actually showed gameplay of it, oh. which I thought would have probably been a little bit better as a yeah. Well, they had a little trailer. bit. So what, what happened was I believe they did the CG trailer first, mm -hmm. brought the uh, the voice actress on stage mm, and i, I believe they showed a little bit of gameplay on on stage as well but yes the greater majority of it was that cg clip that you saw yeah so in a sense you know it well i guess when, when you think about the other games that were kind of announced that event there were, it, it was kind of like a good mix of cgi trailers and actual like gameplay yeah um i think you know for me what kind of like i tuned out of is felt weird that there was like this like awards like segment throughout the the show and then and then did game... you like my did you like my notes uh for the show i was like awards why <laughs> well i like totally agreed because i was like they they were listing out nominees for like best like xbox game best playstation game and these are like games that aren't even out yet unless that was the point of like best like upcoming game i think and it's it like what even... like e3 used to do yeah. where um you know they everyone oh, had the e3 like at the end of and the then you everyone would have like the, these badges that they could attach yeah. like ign would go in there and be like game of the show or whatever so it's kind of just like mm -hmm. what impressed you from the show i think that would have made sense because since we're talking about gamescom of being a a multi-day event i felt like you know they probably could have split that awards part as kind of like maybe you know like this is opening night, maybe like a closing night or, you know, an end to Gamescom where they can have that there. I don't know. To me, it just it just felt well, it's, it was of, weird, right? Because it's like Elden place. Ring. It was like mm -hmm. Elden Ring. And guess what? Elden Ring was nowhere to be seen at opening. Exactly. Night. Yeah. We're going to talk about it in a second because yeah. it's technically oh, part yeah. of Gamescom. Um, but it was yeah, it's it is a little weird. And it's just like when you when you're saying like best Nintendo game, Mario yeah. and Rabbids, Sparks of Joy. It's like what we've seen one like. <laughs> trailer of that like a and couple of months thing. ago and what that's yeah so it's a little it's a little odd i really would I, I am curious what the motive is behind that but um let me turn it over to you kevin what i what are your overall thoughts of the show so i've had to catch up on just highlights and stuff because uh i have almost literally been one with the matrix this week um full like eight to ten hour days of just nothing but code so yeah i uh i i watched like almost an hour and a half of trailers today uh and so i don't i can't i can't really speak to the show to be honest with you but i can speak to the content i watched and yeah let's talk the content. That. you know yeah if i if i okay. have to base it just on the content that was delivered to my eyeballs i think uh i think i like it man uh i didn't get to see any of the filler you know so yeah it was, it was all filler no killer I'm well, <laughs> I mean, in our last show, right? In our last show with uh, Shinobi, right? We said, you, we go into these things we've learned. I We've learned to go in there with moderate expectations yeah. and enjoy the yeah. shows. Don't go yeah. listening to the rumors. Mm -hmm. I put a joke tweet up where I'm like, this is what I'm expecting. And, and yeah. some people are yeah, like, yeah. what? You're crazy. And it's like, of course I'm kidding. Half-Life 3. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. 
What's funny is that Elder Scrolls Six was one of the ones I was joking about, but that was one that you were seriously hoping for, <laughs> <laughs> Kevin. When Todd Howard himself said that it's still in like the early design phase, but um, I'm like, great, you know, show me those early designs. I'm happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Um, but yeah, it, it met those expectations. I it I, yeah. I told you guys in the last show, like. Jeff Keighley's shows feel like there's, you know, a couple of big games mm -hmm. in there and it's a whole yeah. lot of League of Legends. And, you know, there was a whole lot of League of Legends in the middle, actually. But he had some cool stuff. Like, overall, yeah. as a show, I didn't watch it from beginning to end. I kind of, uh, I watched, I'd probably say 75% of it and skimmed through parts of it. I was actually really mad because I had a meeting, got a work meeting scheduled at, <laughs> right when it started. And normally it's fine, right? It's like avoid Twitter and just go back and you're yeah. just going to be one hour behind yeah. and just watch it. I did that, right? And I get to the Halo part and they're like pre-orders open now for the console. <laughs> I'm like, this is scrambling only to find out yeah. that I was an hour behind and they were all sold out. So Ooh. I hated that part of it. Um, yeah, so it met my expectations. I thought overall as a show was pretty good. I agree with you, Jeremy, that the pacing is just a little bit off. It is like a little um, little heavy with content where it's like some of those things could uh, don't necessarily have to be in the show. Some, the awards definitely didn't belong in the show. Um, but I set those uh, proper expectations. Now, if you go out there and you listen to the David Bur Burdett's of the world, you know, you're going to you're going <laughs> to you're going to expect all sorts of wild and, and weird and, and high expectations. But uh, yeah, we don't we don't give you that here. I'm kidding. Hey, David, David Burdett, he's a he's a friend of the show. We're, we're joking. We love, love you, that David. <laughs> Kevin, you've been, you know, David mentions yet in the podcast. Um, David's going to be happy with, uh, David's going to be happy yeah. with the, uh, the call of duty stuff, hopefully that they showed. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. That man. Marvel sons. Yeah. looks cool. Lots of gold. My Wolverine, that Wolverine looked a little too polished for me. You know, I want, mm -hmm, I want mm -hmm. my Wolverine to be bloody. His clothes yeah, ripped up a little dirty. bit. Like, I want him to, you know, have the the shower hygiene that all these celebrities have, you know, like just like he like that Wolverine looks like he showered, and uh, that's that's <laughs> not that's not my Wolverine. I want a dirtier Wolverine, but yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. It's, it was a I, they're not my kinds of games, but uh, you get all those characters together. Um, it is it is uh, it was a nice. You want little... him to be like the the Bradley Cooper, or he doesn't wear deodorant. He takes showers every other week. <laughs> um jake yeah. gyllenhaal please don't tell gyllenhaal. me that oh please tell me bradley cooper is in part of that list as well um kevin what's a game really. what's a game that stood out to you oh man i gotta be honest dude uh i'm really excited about halo i'm so excited about halo uh but i i gotta bring it back to death stranding again i love death stranding, death stranding. so much uh and <laughs> it's surprising and that is... they closed with it closed with it as yeah uh, closer I, I gotta say, I, Death Stranding just all the. Um, I mean, I can't wait to to race the Mario Karts and launch my uh, packages halfway across the map and jump off cliffs with my jet boots and uh, what else? And uh, launch and, your uh, launch your package. Did you say launch your packages? Did I you just, say oh, oh, buddy bot? Ride the buddy bike. bot. Ride the buddy bot. I can't wait to launch my bike over chasms, like, <laughs> and do tricks on my motorcycle. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm just, I'm so excited for this PS5 upgrade, and it's gonna be phenomenal with all their additions. I don't know though. Do I want to just continue playing my game, or do I want to make a new save? That's my. That's a hell of a commitment. Right now. Oh, this thing, this thing right here. Yeah, watch it jump off this cliff. 
where he he's has a like, little it's he's still well, falling really fast yeah. yeah like i feel like he's still falling like way too fast broken ankles right there like that's not that <laughs> it's not that nice of a landing yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, you're gonna need some bandages. Oh man, look how beautiful that waterfall is. Oh, so, I can't wait. so I, 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 I thought this wasn't this still wasn't the uh, so Ko, uh, Kojima's been wor working on his own trailer. That's not the launch yeah. trailer that he's talking about, yeah. but it's I think this did a good job. I thought the first trailer also did a good job of showing this, but this, this was much more in depth. You know, they did something 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 special for their best yeah. friend Jeff yeah. Keeley. Yeah, he this stuff looks good. Way too soon. What were you thinking? Buddy bot. Um, <laughs> yes, he's so great. I love you, buddy bot. I can't so, wait. So I'm, I'm really interested in its story. Like, uh, I, I hope the story, the story content's good. The, the new environments are very metal gearish where there is a little yeah. lot of stealth in these sort of close quarters and all that. Um, there yeah. are new melee moves you could do. I can't wait for that range, the shooting range, because that was one of the biggest things. You get a new weapon, and you're like, well, I don't want to waste my ammo, but yeah. I don't know what it does. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you know, his, so I can't uh, wait to go to the, the firing range. His his rendition of, like, VR missions. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Oh, man, I can't wait. It's going to be so good. I mean, obviously, I'm excited for the new facilities, as just said, but um, I actually am looking forward to the racing because one of the most fun things for me in that game was, was driving. Um specifically because their physics were wacky as shit. Um, and so like, for, I've, I've talked about it before, but like I would take a motorcycle and I, I would, if you just drive at full speed and then boost like into a rock at an angle, it would boost you up like 30 feet. And so anytime you like, you know, had something that was sort of un, it was kind of an impasse. You just had to drive at it really quickly and then it would just launch you over it. Uh, but you do a lot of damage to your bike and your packages. So that wasn't like you could the greatest trick. move. <laughs> oh my gosh. That looks so funny. I'll, I'll use this as an opportunity to talk about how he, he closed the show with this, which yeah. I thought was a little odd. I, I get death stranding is no hands. One, one, one of my favorite games of the last few years. Yeah. Um, but it's a two year old game now. And, and yes, yeah. this is DLC, but for him to close the show off, with this sort of like 10 minute trailer um, was a yeah. little odd to me. I, I really thought that I really thought maybe halo would have been a nice way to close it instead, yeah. Yeah. especially mm -hmm. because well, let's transition to talking about halo for a second, especially because they had two things that they announced right there on the show that were available for pre-order, which yep. was a limited yep. edition console and a limited edition elite series two controller. And like Every I said, I was like only, that. only one hour behind, but they were showing all sorts of things that I care about and I'm interested in. However, I wasn't paying attention to those things because I was scrambling, yeah. refreshing multiple browsers, trying to uh, trying to secure a console. Um, but yeah, I thought this was, you know, it was, you know, I think some people are a little disappointed that this was only a CG trailer and it's only for yeah. multiplayer. But in the developer update, as we talked about uh, last week, these guys are busy polishing uh, up the game, finishing it up, yeah. making sure that the campaign is ready to go. The multiplayer is good to go. And we've talked about how once they do that, their teams could then start to, you know, put together, cut some trailers and start releasing yeah. some of those things. But like, to me, this is a cinematic that is likely yeah. 
likely outsourced. But yeah, I mean, I thought it was a pretty cool cinematic. Did you guys get a chance yeah. to, to watch the whole thing? Yeah. I, yeah, I was going to say for, for all my feeling about like having CGI trailers, this is one that I didn't really mind just because of it being a little bit more story focused. And yeah, yeah I, I actually want a game where you're basically a regular human. Although I guess, you know, that is kind of like ODST, but yeah. you know, maybe not really combat heavy, kind of like what this trailer is showing. I think that would you have been have to survive. It'd be a much. survival. That would be an interesting Oof. concept. Yeah. Look at how fucking big he is, dude. I love it. I love it. Spartans so are so cool. freaking cool. It's so <laughs> yeah. cool. Yeah. I mean, I actually got uh goosebumps. So I don't mind CG trailers when we've seen gameplay, like we've seen the campaign. It's been, uh, revisited. They've changed a number of things in the campaign. We'll see what those things are when, when they actually reintroduce it again. Um, but we've seen its multiplayer already. That's multiplayer has impressed by all the people that have played it. And uh, to me, it's like, I would take a CG trailer over nothing at, at this, at yeah. this point. And I know like, there are, gonna be people, there are going to be people that, that contest that. <laughs> I know. I know. So it's this so right crazy. here, this right, this gave me I actually got goosebumps from this, like this yeah. moment yeah. right here, where yeah. it's revealed that several years later she becomes like the sergeant of of um, and mm -hmm. i'm not like the most familiar with like the spartan classes but like for instance these guys are like spartans down the road like these are like the guys uh from like uh halo 5 right like these aren't even the hardcore spartans these are the ones that you know came later that with more humane training and and things like that aren't they shoot i'm not i'm not sure yeah, I yeah. think that's the point. Like the yeah, Master they're, they're... Chief, what were they like Spartan twos? Like they were like ridiculous bone augmentations, like yeah. all that crap. And these guys are just, you know, that's why he was having such these, a these great ones are like time. the free range, the free range, uh yeah, chicken. they're the hippie ones, the hippie Spartans, <laughs> <laughs> the happier ones. Um yeah. so yeah, let's let's talk about the uh limited edition console, the limited edition controllers. Oh gosh, Man, so guys. Hilarious. I know I shouldn't be that excited. I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a sucker for these like limited edition Oops, items. Um, and, and I think a lot of people, obviously all the halo fans, they yes. just tuned out as soon as halo was shown, which was like the <laughs> third or fourth thing they showed in the entire show. They just tuned out and were scrambling to, to get these pre-orders, but yeah, it's a really nice looking console. It's a really good looking controller. Uh, I got the console pre-ordered. Um, I did try to get the controller as well, but that's a ridiculous amount of money, man. 550 yeah. bucks for the console and then another 200 bucks for the controller. It, it's just, a, it's a lot of money. So I couldn't find the controller anyways, but then that's probably a good thing. Cause that would have been, that is a good like thing. Like $800. <laughs> Here's the thing too. Do you need the elite controller? Cause like, I don't need it. Like I don't play, you know, I mean, do I or something that I could justify it, you know? I mean, do I like I'm not technically do I technically need the Series X? You know, like that's no, true. but you know, it, well, it on, enhances. Don't use my own argument against me. <laughs> I say the same thing. Whenever my wife's like, "But do you need that?" and I'm like, "We only need a roof over our head and a job and some food. We don't need all these things." <laughs> <laughs> I was just re See, reading a message about the Xbox uh, thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. So it's 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 uh, it's some sexy stuff. Jeremy, what else stood out to you, man, from the show? Um, I think if we're talking about games, so they had a good balance of like indies. So right, I think right of no. right out of the way, like uh, we've seen Sifu, we've seen Jet, mm -hmm. those mm -hmm. look phenomenal as always. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the ones that caught my eye were Cult of the Lamb, <laughs> which is that like roguelike action adventure game. I think it's I think it's an action adventure game um, where it, it's almost like a, the style of it is like don't starve. Um, okay. In, in terms of like sacrifice aesthetics. yourself in 2022. Yeah. That's and, <laughs> and then you have this aspect of like building a town and building your cult. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is which is interesting and you know of course it would be like devolver like publishing it right um so that, that's, right that right. stood out to me and the other one was i don't know how you pronounce it but um and daniel this caught your eye too like dokev or something like that i think it's uh, pronounced dokevi 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 oh yes uh which was that Pearl Abyss developed game. Um, they made Black Black Desert, I think, was the game that they oh, made. Nice. Um, so this one's an open world like monster collection game. And from time to time, I was just kind of like thinking, is it a monster like collection oh my gosh, game? Jeff or, was part of the game? Or <laughs> he should be. <laughs> or is it you just kind of like taking on like these these robots? And it looks like it's a combination of both. But Dude. what I really liked about it is like this is kind of like Pokemon's potential. And, yeah. and also seven the, generations from now, maybe it just if they so, ever use Unreal Engine five, just period. It just seems so much fun, like the way that you traverse through the environment, you know, whether that's aerial or that's through the ground. Weird. But like, it is so cool. <laughs> okay, yeah. all these motions are clearly mocapped, and it's creeping me out. Yeah, I think you know the thing too is kind of like uh, I, I guess the thing that kind of. <sighs> is a little bit odd is that you have like these little cute characters but then almost like They're realistic really environments realistic. yeah <laughs> and even the I'm, movies i love the aesthetic I yeah i haven't seen or played oh, anything word. like this before and now it's breath of the wild oh look at that now one, thing, like one, thing that we're not, we're, one that. thing we're not getting is the beautiful k-pop music that yeah. is just uh over oh, this entire gosh. trailer it, kevin it, it, kevin have you seen this trailer or is this your first time um i watched it but i didn't have any sound and oh so this man! Is my Go back and listen to it. that K-pop. Oh my K-pop, gosh! K-pop, uh, goodness! Yeah, is he like throwing confetti at that like uh, monster? Oh my gosh! He's on a bouncy thing, guys. Oh, this gosh. whole game is uh, sensory Crazy. overload. I, yeah. you know, would I have a hard time handling this sober, but I can't imagine being on something and, and what, doing this. this what like, do you get if you combine oh, Dark right Souls, freaking llama, and Ape Escape? <laughs> But can you imagine oh we, we were we just we just spent you know like 15 minutes last week watching Pokemon Legends and we're like this looks great who cares if it doesn't have realistic graphics right? <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't wait to play this game and then something like there, this comes comes uh, and you're like oh my like god Pokemon could be this it can I mean just look at the way that you can traverse through the environment from like a little skateboard slash hoverboard and then that turns into like rollerblades and then you can like do a jump and then then all of a sudden you're on your umbrella like being like Mary Poppins I mean come on playing Yu-Gi-Oh oh Oh my gosh guys I'm gonna selfishly hope that there are gonna be more and more of these types of games that have this sort of aesthetic style I don't think they'll ever be able to capture like the uh, pop culture presence that Pokemon has not even close. Yeah. There's been so many like Digimon and Monster Rancher and uh, some other ones, right? And they they won't. But I'm hoping that there are more of these games in this style that really, when placed next to N- Nintendo uh, and and Pokemon, I mean, look at that. 
There's an Articuno right over there. Yeah, <laughs> it really, it really like almost shames. It almost really shames Nintendo and like saying and and Game Freak and the Pokemon Company and all that. I'm like, what we could we be? could push this. We could push this a little bit more. Yeah. And and when I said like, yeah, Pokemon maybe seven generations from now, a little bit of an exaggeration, but maybe like it might take like two or three generations for them at the rate that they're going to reach this. Yeah. Yeah. They're just doing these little pixel remasters and then yeah. a little bit of kitsy art style. Dude, and, this looks insane. And, and I don't want to keep a. I, I'm, we're talking about Doki V here. I'm gonna say the last thing on Pokemon. At the end of the day, I I love you know I love the Pokemon uh, or I love the Nintendo games and 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 their worlds and all that. They don't have to be the prettiest things, but when you got things that look like this, it's freaking Ghostbusters. Look at that. He just uses plasma gun to put it in that tiny ghost. <laughs> Bro, this, is, this is just like Space Jam. It's just like everything mixed in together. Dude, I'm more excited about this than Halo at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Did this have a release date? Is it? It's a 2022 oh, game, I'm oh. assuming, right? Yeah, or is it yeah. A glo- I don't know, global release or? Hopefully, we, well, you know what? Since they showed it here, hopefully, yeah, we do get a simultaneous release. Because typically, you know, these type of games usually come out in their home country first before they get localized to... Um, North America. Yeah, so let's talk about a couple more games. Just briefly, I'll touch on Horizon. Yep. Um, so uh, that got I'm confirmed. Kevin's <laughs> still in that. Can Horizon, we play that game together when it comes out? Yeah. Good. Yes. <laughs> what a ride lovers with you guys. Oh, yeah. And shoot, confetti, and shoot confetti into your mouth. And catch ghosts. <laughs> So Horizon um, got confirmed to release on February 18th of next year. Yeah, nice. Um, and, you know, that was rumored a couple of weeks ago, and now it has been confirmed. And they didn't really specify any additional details. They just said they're trying to keep the team sa- safe and healthy and polish up the game and for it to meet the standards that everyone expects. Um, so cool. Uh, you know, we have plenty of other things to play. I think we all accepted oh, yeah. that. Um yeah. Sony's never really it's they, they rarely have a big holiday game anyways. They uh, often rely on like third parties like the Call of Duty yeah. like promotions that they have and, and all of that. Um, yeah. Do, are you guys I mean, you guys aren't surprised by that. Are you guys bummed? Any, any additional thoughts on that? Just no, glad that we I'm have a date. Yes, that's yeah. exactly yeah. right. I'm happy yeah. about it. And again, we've said it every single time, every single episode, but just happy they're not forcing it out instead of giving it the loving treatment that it needs. Yeah, not to mention that, you know, they kind of mentioned in that announcement too, like they wanted it not to affect their like studio culture. And we've been hearing a lot yeah. like lately, you know, with Activision and all yeah. that about crunch culture and things like that. So, you know, good on them, you know, if they are actually practicing what they're preaching here um, of extending yeah. that dev time just so that, you know, that their team can actually have a good work life. Uh, balance so hopefully that's true yeah i mean uh what was it ratchet and clank that came out recently where i think a bunch of insomniacs went on to say hey we had uh little to no crunch for this game and that turned out fantastic that's really cool um yeah i'm I'm with you on that one hey we talked about saints row last week that it was going to be at the show we finally saw it at the show what'd you guys think i'm excited man i'm really excited uh i admittedly i never played the first or second i started at three um hey really quick no, while you're cool. talking about three did you guys know that on the epic game store three is free right now yeah Ooh. nabbed it 
Oh yeah. That's exciting. I got that one too. Um, so you did, so you started with three. I think I actually started with two, sorry. And then I started with two because three was coming out. And then three was just so wild. I didn't think they could get any wilder. And then four came out and I was like, holy crap, what's happening? Uh, it seems like this is going to be a little more. I mean, obviously it's going to be, you know, fast and the furious type of action, but, uh, <laughs> but it's, uh, it definitely looks like it's going to be more grounded than being in the matrix. So <laughs> I can't wait, man. I, all these games have been phenomenal. So whenever they're, yeah, play. I don't, I don't have any experience with them, uh, but I've watched some gameplay of uh, three and four, right. And you're like superhero and surrounded by electricity yeah. and all sorts of crazy powers. And yes, you're in the matrix. So you've got like, you know, virtual game powers and stuff. Um, but you could get equally yoked up in three, but without powers. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. So this is going to be a reboot. And uh, yeah, it has a new style. It's they, they themselves have said that it's a little bit less edgy than some of their other games. A um, couple things that it's going to have is it's going to have co-op. It's going to have cross-gen support. Oh, be fun. Gang territories are back. I don't know what that means. Kevin, what are gang territories? Uh, so just like infamous and stuff where you got the different gangs that control those specific neighborhoods. Uh, okay. Little, you know, like a four block radius or whatever. Um Okay, the highlights were saying like Yang territories are back, and I'm like, yeah, I figured like a bandit camp or something, or because your whole your whole goal is to essentially take over all the territories for Saints Row, uh, or for the Saints, um, and so you become the only operating crime syndicate. <laughs> By the end of the game, I guess when you when you think about it out loud, you're just you're just the mafia. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean it's. So far, this has gotten pretty mixed results. Like, uh, I, I, the last time I checked the announcement trailer or one of the trailers that they, they posted is getting ratioed pretty hard and on, on YouTube, 16,000 oh, no. likes to 23,000 dislikes. Oh my gosh. Why? And I think people are pushing back on, Hey, this looks, you know, my saints rose used to be grittier and have gangsters and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And now these gangsters are a bunch of hipsters that look like they just, stopped out of their local, you know, craft coffee shop and <laughs> are getting into cars and stuff like that. The well, developers themselves funny, have said it's going to be less edgy and like the character designs are a little bit trendier and all that. And yeah. that, people are like pushing back on that. But, um, I mean, but that's interesting four, though. Go on, Jeremy. No, I was going to say like, I feel like saints, you know, not all right. So I could be totally wrong in this, but Kevin, you can, yeah. <laughs> you can point that out to you. Yeah. I feel like that was the whole thing about like saints, right? Where they were, they were edgy and yeah, they were comical, <laughs> like, kind of like was, out there. Yeah. Funny. Uh, there was, I'm fairly certain um, you run around naked. Uh, mm -hmm. So like one of their edgier things is, is you can get fully naked uh, and things are blurred out, but, but you can just run around naked. And I mean, if you're playing as a guy character, your 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 dong shadow was like 13 inches. Like it was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so you know it's like things like that where like i couldn't play that obviously my wife was like what the hell are you playing but it was all um, censored though right yes yes of course i mean there was tons of cussing uh but so when i i mean like I the naked the naked characters were censored yes yes uh of course uh so but it was funny it was like things like that that just were were really over the it was essentially really over the top grand theft auto that's what it felt like to me um but you know what like, like people are I, I you know it's maybe hard to tell from this like announcement trailer and, and it looks like the tone of it is very different 
yeah. than than the games in the past. Just just looking at it from trailer to trailer, are the things that I have seen from the past. Yeah. Um, in terms of like character designs, though, like I didn't ever think that like Saints Row was very like grounded or too gritty, like no. or anything like that. It never was. It always was a little trendy. It looked like Crackdown yeah. before. It looked yeah. like a little bit more of a colorful GTA and a little bit more yeah. you know outrageous GTA. They um, have the leather jackets that are purple and the the purple gloves and things like that that existed. So yeah, that's why I don't understand why people. Yeah, are saying it. and it's been and it's you know it's been several years. Styles change, trends change, and just like they did before, they're adapting to it. Now, I'll be the first to say that this doesn't like this this particular style doesn't appeal to me. Like I'm not drawn to it for its yeah. art direction or anything like that. Yeah. I'm drawn to it because it looks like it could be fun. Yeah, yeah, and it is. Like one of my favorite weapons in uh, in Saints Row Four was the. Um, Oh my gosh, what's it called? I think it was called like the Wub Wub gun. And it literally just it shot um the catchiest tune, but it it, it yeah, it dubstep gun, the dubstep gun. That's what it was. And your <laughs> all your dubstep would turn into lasers and like projectiles and crap. And so you'd hold this thing up and it looked like a like a boom box and it'd be like and it would just shoot things at people. It was so great, and it was the catchiest thing in the world. Um, but anyway, it was like things like that. You're like, this is not a realistic game and that's kind of what makes it fun yeah you know it's it's just for fun that's um, why i thought it was getting ratioed was because they said that it was going to be a little bit more grounded compared to the other like saints row yeah. games not necessarily kind of like the art style because yeah saints yeah. row i think after like two started just going crazy in terms of like <laughs> ideas <laughs> what and people yeah. want more of that like they want just the randomness of it I have no con. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't have like the context to what they're kind of like arguing about. It's just that if you kind of compare like um, the Saints Row here compared to like the other games, the other games were a little bit more out there, a little bit more silly. Um, I yeah. mean, heck, the in in the previous games, you had a giant purple dildo bat that you could hit people with, like. <laughs> okay well actually to that point so again about it being silly like the whole point of saints row three was to take over all the territories and or you've already taken over all the territories now you got to do that again but they're like well what do we do now and so like essentially one of the plot points of the game is you got to become the president of the united states and yeah. so then in saints row four you're the president of the united states yeah it's, it's like it's just it's a goofy game exactly. you know it's like it makes no sense and that's funny and that's why it's funny um you know it's like they're like well, where do we go from here president oh, United States. damn let's talk about the game of, let's talk about the game of the show now okay we've, we've <laughs> we, we talked about the horizon forbidden west whatever the halos whatever can we talk about genshin impact now can we talk about our girl yeah, aloy you have anything to add here <laughs> can we talk about aloy being in the genshin impact uh coming into playstation on september 1st and then other consoles as well soon after that but our girl aloy aloy man she's look at how cute she is she's maybe made her way is, uh, maybe this is the next game i play because i think i need to reach a certain oh rank to get her <laughs> yeah, yeah so that's what i was wondering because i haven't actually sat down and really played genshin impact i'm still in the tutorial what do you have to do to get her? And is she a timed exclusive? Is she going away sometime soon? Like, do I need to get her before a certain date? Like when, you know, the mass effect ship was in no man's sky. 
Mm. I'd assume questions. I'd assume she's like a limited character that you'd have yeah. to get. I, yeah, um, I think it's a limited time thing too. Okay. Okay. But but I'm not as familiar. Um, all right. So any other um standouts from opening night live? Um let's shoot, see one thing we forgot to mention with the Horizon Forbidden West, but we're still talking about it, Aloy here, is mm -hmm. that uh, alongside the delay announcement, they did uh announce that Horizon Zero Dawn has a new 60 frames yes. per second patch that is announced and yes. now live. Uh, so that that's pretty exciting. So that was that was good news. It's like, hey, sorry, bad news, delay, good news. Mm -hmm. Go play Horizon Zero Dawn at that buttery, <laughs> buttery smooth. Do? 60 frames per we second. Need to, all three of us need to beat Frozen Wilds, right? Yeah. Yeah, I still I still need to do that. I still want yeah. to platinum it because I feel like I don't yeah. it's on a, a ton more effort for me to platinum it. Um, anything there, anything else stand out to you guys? Yeah, I want to talk about TMNT Shredder's Revenge, April oh, O'Neil. Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I meant to say yeah, TMNT specific, yeah. yeah, specifically April O'Neil. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, the game looked good too. With April O'Neil in it. <laughs> let's, let's talk about it, man. So we were just talking about Life this last week. Oh, man, Jeff Keeley is talking, about, talking a lot about the game. We are definitely co-oping this game. There's oh, no for sure. About it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Look how good she looks, man. She looks so fun to play as. I love it. Oh, my gosh. This just brings me right back, dude. Oh, okay, she's got so like the Tekken combos. When I was a kid, we didn't have an arcade like right next door, um, but we did have a Pizza Hut that had uh, arcade cabinets, and they had uh, Streets of Rage and a few games like that. Mm -hmm. um, and they had one that played, I don't know if it was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but it was a game very similar to this, this feeling. Uh, and I used to go in there and play that arcade cabinet like crazy because it was like literally like I could leave my house and walk across the street and there's Pizza Hut. Nice. Um, so anyway, this brings me right back. Oh, do those monkeys throw bananas at you? That seems like it's gonna be annoying. Yeah. Also, no, bananas like give you health or something. Oh, there you that, go. That Nickelodeon uh, Super Smash Brothers looks pretty so cool too. Look how good, yeah. Look how good Jeff Keeley looks, man, with the skinny <laughs> jeans and his like custom Jordans. Yeah, and that blazer, just all of it comes together perfectly. Looks really good. good. Job, um, any any other games, y'all? No, man, I think if there's anything else there. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm excited for that 60 frames per second Sorry, patch for Horizon. I mean, we covered Halo, Midnight Suns. Call of Duty looked like Call of Duty. Sorry, David. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, though? What's funny about that? I, I was thinking the same thing about Far Cry 6. Like, I love Far Cry. True. Um, but it does. It, actually, you know what? Far Cry. Those are the types of games that for me, I have to really push myself to get through. Yeah. Yeah. Um, same. Because they are really repetitive. And I'm like, cool. I captured one of 99 bases. Yay. Now I get to go get the other 98. You know, it's so like, I don't know. It's just, they've never been like really enticing for me. Um, but Far Cry 6, I'm pretty excited about uh, Giancarlo. Uh, yeah. I really like him as an actor and as a, just a human being. So I think that might make it a little bit more exciting for me to play it. And watching that trailer was uh, was pretty dope. So I'm hoping that uh, Far Cry 6 is everything I want it to be. Yeah, you know when they first um, unveiled it, I, I, I thought it looked great. But yeah, it did look like Far Cry and and, and, yeah. and all. I've only played some of 4. I played some of Blood Dragon. Uh, <laughs> I uh, haven't touched 5 and I haven't touched Until Dawn, but I have Until Dawn. Oh. 
New Dawn. I gotta say five. Five is really good. Uh, I, I didn't beat it, but I got probably the farthest out of any of the far. I own all the Far Cry games, I, and I've you, never beat a single one. Same, same. And I wonder, I wonder, because I think I just bought a couple more on Steam on, on a sale. Yeah. And I wonder if, like, do I before six comes out, do I just go and play one on easy to see if yeah. I can get through yeah. it, or do I just see how six is received and? Yeah. Maybe maybe I'm on the fence on that one, and maybe that ends up being the first Far Cry I, I, I beat. Yeah. So I'm not sure. I'm with you on Giancarlo Esposito being a good yeah. actor and me wanting, yeah. being interested in it for that. I gotta say, I did actually beat one Far Cry Four. That's what I was gonna say. Beginning. Yep. I got up to go to the bathroom and came yeah. back, and the credits were rolling. Yep. And I was like, okay. So if you, <laughs> you sit there. You sit there and you meet the first, you meet the bad guy, and he's like, Yeah, hey, I'm gonna go. And when I come back, like, we'll like work it out, right? Or something like that. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. if you stay there, you're supposed to leave the house. And then if you stay there, you come back. Far Cry four game. spoilers for me and everyone yeah. else. Thank you. But <laughs> so, uh, if you sit there for like five minutes, he comes back and then you beat the game. Yeah, I Damn was it, Kevin. I was just telling you I was about to beat that game on easy, but okay. I was take, gonna at least take that, that out yeah, of my you, queue. Yeah, I was gonna allude to that. Yeah, that in Far Cry Pro, you can actually beat that game in like 15 minutes by just doing yeah. what Kevin said. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So I've been, I've done that part, but I uh, yeah. didn't do that and I didn't beat the yeah. game, I guess. The yeah, because first time you meet the bad guy, you sit at the table and he yeah. says something like, I'm going to go and oh, I'm going to come back. Okay. You better be here and we'll talk I know about that. I know so, that but, scene. Gotcha. I know that scene. So if you stay there, you beat the game. I didn't realize yeah. that. Okay. I thought yeah. you were talking about the actual ending of the game. I'm like, oh, damn it, Kevin. Yeah. yeah. Okay. My bad. Yeah. Watch, <laughs> watch it. Watch it after this, uh, this episode that the, the alternate, yeah, the alternate ending is pretty funny, actually. That's kind of interesting. Because I didn't want to watch it and spoil it for myself. Cause yeah. I literally just got up to go to the bathroom, came back and it was done. And I was like, okay. It's gone now. All right. Um, <laughs> well, I was going to say, while we're, we're on the topic of Gamescom, I just want to talk about one other show just very briefly. Uh -huh. And in my notes right here, I put XCOM Gamescom show. Not good. XCOM, Too long. XCOM show. Yeah, they had their own show. Did you watch it? Did you see any of it, Kevin? You no, missed I didn't want nothing. To. I, was, I was teasing you because you said XCOM Gamescom show. Did I say that? I'm sorry. <laughs> XCOM. <laughs> Xbox Gamescom show. Um, yeah, you missed literally nothing. Uh, we, there was a <laughs> there was a 10-minute uh, catapult history lesson. Uh, there was a really long flight simulator, simulator interview, which, I mean, they're, they're all fine. They're just not yeah. show-worthy. Like, yeah. Yeah. give them to me as yeah. blog posts. Give them to me as... Let it set the expectations of exactly what it is. But when yeah. you talk, when you say, Hey, we're going to give you updates on our existing uh, games. I immediately go, cool. Halo. Of course you're going to give, give us an yeah. update on Halo yeah. as nope. did all of the, the rest of the internet. And for them to not even mention it or to, to tease that it's going to be at um, Gamescom was just really, really odd. Um, so I didn't expect a whole lot out of the show, but for them to, for the big thing for uh, it to be Flight Simulator and, and Forza yeah. and Age of Empires, those are your three big games. For the, like, why are you even having this show? Um, I, li I like the host. I thought Paris um, and his co-host, I don't remember her name, um, but she was fantastic. Uh, I, th 
uh, she was great too. I can't remember her name. Um, but yeah, they're both good. But like, again, it's like the pacing. It was an hour and a half long show. Um, I think one of the more, most exciting things for me was that Forza controller, which looks kind of cool. Mm, <laughs> and they showed some more for Forza, but by then I was just like completely tuned out. Hey, you could probably uh, get that one and afford it more than a $200 elite controller. I'm considering it, but it's still like more expensive than most Xbox controllers. Yeah. I think it's like 80 bucks. Um, I would okay. get it I again as a collector's item. It looks cool. I'd get it as a collector's item, and I, I like to play with my plain controllers. Yeah. I like to play with that say, cool NXS controller we have. Can I just say, like, I, I respect you. you. Yeah, I want right. one, too. Can I just say that <laughs> I respect you as a human being? Because I'm not a collector anymore. I used to be a collector, but nowadays, like, like I got the Legend of Zelda um, Switch uh, controllers, the Joy-Cons. Yeah. Get those things out of the box, like, in five <laughs> minutes. That's right away. <laughs> Yeah, like I can't, I can't. They look great, by the way, don't they? They, they look, look better so than the pictures. Good. Yeah, they look so good. And you know what's funny? It was such a dream come true because I bought the knockoff. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but uh, a, a third party company makes a Zelda themed controller, but it doesn't have haptics and it needs to be plugged in. It doesn't have any wireless functionality. So it has I have to be seen that one. I have seen that. And one. I own yeah, that. Kinda cool. I really wanted it. Yeah, I really yeah. wanted a Zelda controller. So these Zelda controllers, when they came out and I thought that they weren't going to be available anywhere, I was so bummed out, dude. So anyway, I'm really glad I got them. But if like if I were to get that Halo Pro controller, that thing wouldn't be sitting on a shelf. I'd be playing with it as my main controller, you know? Yeah. So I just can't be a collector anymore. I just don't have I don't have the I mean, I and know. and most people should. I mean, unless you're a very serious collector, most people probably should because you're mm -hmm. spending two hundred bucks on an elite controller, which feels yeah. amazing in the hands. So yeah. Absolutely. I want to touch um, it. One piece of news that did come out, and I had it as a news bite, we'll, but we'll just talk about it right here since we're all we're all here and talking about yeah. Xbox, is the fact that now Cloud will be launching on Xbox consoles later this year during the holidays um, so yeah. that you no longer need, need a PC or, I guess, mobile uh, to, to do the Cloud. You could do that right off of your Xbox One and play series that, series x you know games via yeah. the cloud how incredible is that what a consumer friendly move again just furthering there they don't care about the 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 consoles they care about the platform like that's wild to me well i mean you're right about that that second statement and and you're right that it is ultimately a consumer friendly move because if you have if you're an xbox one owner and you have game pass ultimate anyways mm -hmm. Now you have access to a whole bunch more games that you didn't before, yeah. right? Because we're yeah. starting to see some of those Series X and S only games. And yes, that is a very consumer-friendly uh, move. But if you don't already have Game Pass, but you have an Xbox One and you're interested, mm -hmm. now Microsoft has a pool of 50 million console users yeah. on the Xbox One. Probably less because I imagine many of them have now transitioned to the Series X and S. Yeah, all, but now they have... They have kidding. that. <laughs> they have that user base. I mean, they've sold what, like, probably like I'm seven seven million <laughs> units of, of the X and S. But um, now you have now you have though that user base that can now have a greater incentive to sign up for X Cloud and play yeah. via the cloud, yeah. assuming they have a good enough connection. Um, Jeremy, I mean, any any additional thoughts on that? No, I think you know you guys summed it up pretty well. That you know it, it they now if you're we know that the pandemic and other external factors have kind of caused this chip shortage 
it mm-hmm. to pretty much affect almost every electronic device out yep. there. And it's hard to get a new console um, mm-hmm. for them to be able to have that cloud technology and have it available to people who haven't made the jump yet. And, you know, to, to be able and to still want to play on their console and not exactly. PC. And, you know, as long as you have a capable internet connection, you being able to potentially kind of hold off a little bit longer um, to play some of these next gen games, because you can use like X cloud to actually play them. I think that's a, that's a game changer um yep. and then for me I'm like I, yeah i mean like I, it's part of game pass ultimate i could potentially see myself using that as well so I, I think ultimately it's a good thing and that is kind of like one of the big touch points of their uh gamescom show outside yeah. of humble bundle coming to game pass their games <laughs> oh which was pretty cool oh it's like what like God. 11 games or something like that yeah yeah so yeah. that was pretty big Guys, I took like, I took notes. I I did take notes on the show, but then I think halfway through, I was like, "Oh my god, they're not going to show Halo, are they?" <laughs> so I just gave up, and I didn't even reference them. Yeah, Humble Bundle is pretty cool too. There was Wait, one game. There's one game on the Humble Bundle that I really was interested in. I can't remember what it is now. Did they specify how it's going to work? Like you just you buy them through Humble Bundle, or they just come to Games Pass or Game Pass? They, they come through Game Pass. Dude, that's so cool. there's a few humble bundle games that are like coming out and then they're yeah they're going to be like game pass releases like one that of it really was that great. game that i want to check out on game pass right now that dodgeball like academy or something like that uh which is a dodgeball rpg like oh, i didn't realize an rpg i thought it was just a straight up dodgeball competitive well, like, it's, a, it's an yeah. rpg it's a dodgeball rpg mm. interesting yep can't wait to play that it's down Kevin. Gosh. Yeah. Kevin, you're not going to want to look up dodgeball. You don't want to look up this now. Uh, Elden okay. Ring. We got more previews as part of Gamescom. And the dude, bummer dude. about it is that we got a bunch more, a bunch of beautiful 4K screenshots um, that <laughs> are, are really nice to look at. But for whatever <laughs> reason, from software and Bandai Namco, did not want to share this 15 minute preview that they shared with the press with everyone else. So lots of people, including our beloved Vatividia got a chance to see this really nice 15 minute preview and everyone's just raving about it. And and Vatividia himself said it in his, in his video is like, it's strange that they don't want me to show you any of this footage because it was all really good. <laughs> Why wouldn't they want to? But, you know, yeah, they got marketing really rollout plans and all that. So I'm going to go ahead and share the screen with uh, the, the trailer that we saw a couple months ago uh, just so we have something to look at. But, um, yeah, lots of new details, which which are which is just really, really interesting. So let me just say a few, let me just say a few details that I got from Vati Video as well as a couple of other uh, outlets um, with their previews. So he describes this game as a Sekiro Souls, which I find really interesting. Um, You know, there's a detail that enemies have a stance and balance that can be broken very much like a Sekiro and stealth mechanics similar to to Sekiro. So for instance, like you have a binocular, like you do in a lot of the Souls games, but you could scout out like enemy camps and sort of plot how you're going to go around and like stealthily like take them out. You have like a poison arrow that you could sort of like snipe enemies with, um, which is really interesting. Um, and yeah, it, it does look like a culmination of, of everything from software has learned from Dark Souls to 
you know, uh, all the Souls games to Bloodborne and and Sekiro, the, their latest one. Um, but obviously, we've talked about how this is an open world game. It's so interesting to hear that there is an actual map. Uh, there's an actual map in this game, and Vati Vidya describes it as a very, be huge. very like beautiful map. I'm, these are my words right here. That it's probably like the example he showed was like the Oxopath Traveler map. He said it was kind of similar to that, and you know I expect this like really beautiful like painterly sort of map. Um, yeah, and, and uh, you can sort of fast travel when you're in um, sort of like the overworld or whatever. You could fast travel from any points. You can't fast travel from any points when you're in these dungeons. And there's all sorts mm -hmm. of various dungeons from like very unique ones to like some more basic ones. Um, he mentioned that uh, there was a dungeon that even looked like sense fortress. Um, I mean, there's a couple other things. Um, co-op is actually, it looks like co-op is more accessible. You know how in most, from software games you have to use yeah. like humanity or an insight and you know summon them at certain points it seems like it's going to be a little bit more accessible you could co-op with two other players that's us right here bros that's the three of us co-oping through this whole game <laughs> you have <laughs> my sword king. The waifu king Wait, that sounds uh, a little weird but yeah <laughs> <laughs> you can have the waifu king sword <laughs> um and there's like yeah within the, the open world there are these like optional like field bosses that you could slay oh together gosh, um, dude, which I sounds really wait. exciting um you have a hub area very very similar to firelink shrine and just like firelink shrine when you meet npcs in the world they will head back to this hub area and and hang out there and uh according to what they saw According to what they saw, uh, the checkpoints are fewer and far between from each other. So that, that's sort of interesting, I imagine, because of the fast travel uh -huh. um, and just the, 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 the layout of the, the game. So anyways, lots of details I spewed out right now. Did you guys check out some of these previews? Are you guys excited? Of course you are. Oh, my gosh. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Even without previews. Yeah, we're excited. Uh, I looked yeah. a little bit of, uh, of what Vati was saying. Uh, I didn't get a chance to watch the entire video just because, uh, you know, my kids were like, dad, play with us. It's important. And I was like, kids, my video game news is like way more important. But then anyway, we played together anyway. Um, no, but it was, uh, yeah, so I didn't get to finish it. But oh my gosh, man, everything I saw looks so beautiful. I can't wait for my little pop boys. Little pop boys. <laughs> oh, so that move right there that you saw in the trailer, let me just, just rewind it again right here. It's like a little counter that you can do. So like you can two hands, just like uh, most from software games, you could two hand block an attack like he just did right there and then quickly return that attack with a counter attack right there, um, which I thought was pretty interesting. Yeah, from software has always kind of done kind of like a culmination from one game to another of like certain aspects from the game that they've done like previously into the new one. So the yeah, you know, it's not surprising that they take aspects of like Sekiro in here. Um, but I think, you know, the other details that kind of like were exciting too was since it is more of a open world um, and an open environment, uh, I, there was one preview that I read where they said that kind of like that fortress that you mentioned, that there were multiple ways to actually access that, um, that castle to where you know you can have like so there might be this enemy that's guarding the main entrance but then you can 
like shoot a like sleep dart or something like that and then that allows you to kind of circumvent that enemy and go through the front gate um and, cool. and little things yeah little things like that and uh and i think one of the things too that i saw and i think this was com coming from like the washington post i think was the preview um uh, uh, lack for a better term i i forget <laughs> i don't know what word I'm, I'm i'm thinking of but okay you being able to they mentioned that uh when you go through a dark souls game the story is not really kind of just like you know like told directly to the to the viewer you know you get all the story through kind of like the items that you pick up the various conversations from the npcs um and, and that and they were talking about how they wanted the story to be a little bit more accessible to to others as well um by focusing on the characters and kind of like the they, they said like the drama around them which you know to a certain extent mm. they've always kind of done that um but i guess well, they want it to be a little bit more apparent as opposed to um us you know beating the game being the segment and then listening to vati video <laughs> explain yeah, what the hell just yeah, happened yeah. Yeah. yeah why did we just kill that guy um yeah so <laughs> george so, was like Jim, i can do that i can like make a story and he's like Hmm. That sounds like a great idea. Tell me more about that, George. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, yeah, if you got the likes of George R.R. R. Martin, right? Uh, yeah. You want you want that story to be a little bit more apparent. But, you know, what I'm hearing is that a lot of lore is picked up through, you know, NPCs and, and the yeah. things that you pick yeah. up, like most Souls games. And I, for me, it's a little weird to, for them to keep like mentioning that. Uh, what, so what you're telling me, Jeremy, that it being a little bit more accessible is something that I did not read. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised though, because I thought Sekiro's story, yeah, I haven't beaten it yet, was very much like cutscene. Let's let's now spend like 45 minutes after we beat Genichiro finding out yeah. what, what we need to do. Yeah. It's like I was surprised by how much dialogue there yeah. was after I beat that portion in, in Sekiro. <laughs> so that's what I think they, they mentioned is that they want to take some of that, some of those aspects from Sekiro, like the okay. way that they taught the story there into this game but still kind of have it be in line of how a Souls game um, is to I see. Yeah. I like that. I would like that balance. Yeah. I'd like to I like to watch my Vati videos afterwards, yeah. you know? <laughs> Prepare to cry. Yeah, like, oh, cool. Yeah, that witch that I just quickly killed without without a second thought. <laughs> she had she was a protector of the realm. Yeah, she had yeah. a whole history. I love um, it, dude. That guy really dives into it. Yeah, he does. Um, any other thoughts on that before we dive into another game that looks like an absolute banger? Oh, there, there was there was one one thing. You put enemy camps in my from software game. <laughs> Jeremy, you bring up a good point that I forgot to. I was gonna be I was gonna be that one guy. I was gonna set myself up to eat crow some more in January, and I will. <laughs> I I hope they do open world right, and I trust from software. They yeah. they've never let me down. Uh, I haven't played D uh, Dark Souls two, so yeah. <laughs> they've never let me down since I haven't played that game. Um, you know Dark Souls two gets a bad rap, but it, it is it's a good game, okay, in its own right. But I have some some things where I'm just like, ah, I don't know if I want to reference a map and be like, oh, where to next? Like, yeah. I love the ambiguity of. 
you know, going from place to place in the way the, the, the world's connected. So I'm going to hold judgment and, and not be an idiot yeah. and make all sorts of weird assumptions. <laughs> don't assassin creed my, my Elden ring though. You know, don't, don't give me oh like, cool. God. Here's like 12 places in the next handful of steps that you could walk to. Um, and That's with like all sorts of optional things, like don't do that. Don't give me, don't give any bloats. I know yeah. that these guys have, are masters of game design and pacing, and I doubt that they will, but uh, I, I hope that it doesn't have that stuff. Yeah, and it's kind of interesting too, uh, and we'll know more later of like what stealth aspects from Sekiro are they bringing over? Because they talked about like you being able to hide in foliage and, and all that stuff. Um, so, what you can so do in Sekiro. Yeah. No, in... in in, in, Elden, in Ring. Elden Ring as well. Yeah. It See seems like, it, yeah, from, from the preview I watched, it seemed like that's that's carrying over. Yeah. Are we ready to talk about another game that is absolutely yes. impressing Depends. me? It, Depends. Does it give you dread? Or are we talking about something else? Oh, it gives me it dread. Does you feel Metroid? <laughs> 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 I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> is it making you feel like a sammy a little samus um <laughs> oh my gosh okay sorry because we love tangents on the show did you guys ever read at quiznos they had these little sandwiches <laughs> called sammies and they were so good specifically they had these breakfast ones and they were amazing <laughs> is quiznos even around still pretty sure i think so but it. that's where i meet up with my drug dealer to buy the drugs like abandoned, <laughs> abandoned quiznos now is you know, I mean, yeah yeah it's either that or like a guitar center yeah, yeah. <laughs> um i'm actually craving a sandwich i think i don't Me have too. dinner i don't have a i don't have dinner and i haven't had dinner yet so i think as i uh, i'm craving a sandwich so maybe after this i'll do a sandwich and we'll play some aliens <laughs> Can we talk about fucking Metroid now? <laughs> um, guys, Metroid Dread—they've had shown a couple of trailers. One, one solid, solid one, and this is now the second solid one. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, God, guys, I've watched this probably at least ten times today already. <laughs> it's just such a beautiful trailer. There's just so much happening in there between the 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 drama. I don't. That character is apparently what's his name, Craid or something. He's from previous metro metroid games wow but between the mix be, uh, of like the the tension that they're building with the story between samus and this nemesis that she's uh faced against and the cuts to the gameplay which are showing all sorts of crazy great abilities some some you know of, of old ones like the screw right, attack and like the grappling hook but this new one right here where she can just shoot a storm of missiles, an array of uh, missiles at multiple targets or a single target. There's a that like shadow dash that she has, and you guys know I love a good dash in a game. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, it just looks Name so thing. like there's just so much fast pace action and and combats to be had. Like the little run up that she does, and like melee someone and like punches them. It's right there, boom, right there. <laughs> it's just a fantastically cut. Um, trailer and this game absolutely looks great, man. We're dogging Nintendo the, earlier for their old <laughs> gen graphics, but yeah. they're doing this uh, little 2D uh, game right here. It's looking good, man. It's looking good for this hardware. You know that guy, the big crocodile dude, reminds me of the crocodile guy from Donkey Kong. 
Oh, King uh, King Croc or what's his name? Yeah, I think it's King Croc. Yeah, King Croc. that's what happened to him. I always wondered where he went, and he just went to Metroid Universe. No, he's <laughs> that <laughs> crocodile. King Croc. His name's probably not King Croc because it's not pulling up on. Uh, <laughs> it's not pulling it up on Google. It feels like it should be. Hold on, Donkey Kong. King Croc. Donkey Kong. Yeah, King Croc. Donkey Kong. Okay, it is. Oh, King K. Rule. King K. Rule. King K. Rule. Yes, I knew it was a lot cooler than that. That's like, it, um, man. That's that's him right there. Sounds like a King Batman Kong. villain. That's Killer Croc. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. right. That's what Google's like. So Do you familiar. mean Killer Croc? Okay, guys, this moment right here there in the trailer, right here. Yeah. Right here where she's like, oh, please, please, please don't. I'm, I'm fading. I'm fading. And then it's like, she snaps. She goes Super Saiyan 2, right? This is like yeah. straight go on right here. She's like, boom, Kaioken yeah. times Kaioken times 10 right there. Are you kidding me? And she did that. There was, a, there was that small teaser that they did for the um, Metroid 35th anniversary mm -hmm. that we, mm -hmm. we talked about a few episodes back. She did that earlier. She got pissed off and you saw her hand. like hand, a little twitching hand. Yeah. So I am ready. Yeah. Guys, I am ready for a Super Saiyan Samus in this one, guys. And yes. uh I'm I'm so excited. I, I I might it looks like a good I'm I'm talking as a like I'm oh a big Metroid fan or something <laughs> like that. And, and but like I said, I love love the character and the uh, the series and respect it and all that, but only have limited experience with it. So this might be a really good first game that I that I that I play and beat. I'm I'm excited for Maybe. it. Maybe Maybe her powers are triggered by dread. Anytime she feels dread, she just goes Super Saiyan too. Well, I think what's happening uh, from the lore, I'm not as familiar with the lore, but I'm it's a kidding. very uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <it's> a terrible <laughs> idea. <laughs> there's a there's a like dread there's a either. dread build up. Yeah, the dread, yeah. <laughs> dread build up. He's all like, oh, like, I feel like so much dread. Who? <laughs> uh, that is a new Resident Evil mechanic called the uh, dread meter uh as you're getting uh, chased by the nemesis or tyrant wow. the rocket launcher you just pull out yeah, yeah. <laughs> what i'm just kidding i was, just I was like when did that come in <laughs> oh my gosh he just got me with my own dread joke I'm just kidding. oh man you just like really sold it like you made it sound like it was something you just read about Hey, Capcom, if you need new gameplay ideas for Resident yeah. Evil, um, I got gotcha. yeah, Hit me up. <laughs> please don't. Please don't. I don't I don't need any Super Saiyans in my Resident Evil. And then you're going to see me also, in the next product uh, video. You already got Call any, of Duty happening in any Resident game, Evil. Any, any game that has like a dread meter or a fear meter is instantly a terrifying game. Like, look at Visage. Look at uh, uh, what's the one where you can't remember anything. It's literally the word for not being able to remember anything. Amnesia. Amnesia. Amnesia that's <laughs> I couldn't think of the word. <laughs> Fear meters. All right, so we got one more, uh, one more main story, and we'll go into a couple of news bites after that. So this one is uh, a little bit of a kind of a rid ridiculous slash interesting at the same time. Uh, What's his name? Joe, uh, John Burton. I think James, John, something Burton. What's the guy's name? He's the former founder of, or he's the founder of Traveler's Tales and which is now TT games. And he has this YouTube channel called coding secrets. And he has this very sort of like scathing sort of title where it's like, did Sony lie about SSD? PS three could run PS five ratchet and clank gameplay. Now, let's just talk about that 
that headline or that title right there. I mean, we should t- probably take some notes from that guy because that'll get us some clicks getting a, a, a headline like that for a YouTube video. Um, it's so essentially his argument is that, Hey, I'm a, I'm an experienced developer. I know that there are plenty of ways to load in levels, various, various biomes and environments, uh, quickly into a game while the game is running. Uh, and that, Insomniac and Sony's claim that you the SSD was required and it's made all the rift jumping that you see in Ratchet and Clank possible is a lie. It's misleading. Um, and it's something that could actually be done and it has been done in previous games. And he goes off in the same video right here and is like, let me show you this PS3 Lego Star Wars game where I did this because as you're lo- as you're loading in, as you've loaded in this level and you're playing running through this level, you can start loading in the next level. Um, cool, which, which, you know what? He's probably not, I'm not a developer. I'm going to just speculate here and guess that in theory, what he's saying is, is correct here, but yeah. What other game has done it as fluidly as seamlessly as, as ratchet has loaded in this many environments. Um, as quickly as ratchet has done with without load times um yeah. like timefall for instance i uh, timefall 2 uh there's that whole level where you're switching back and forth between timelines but there's like a 2 minute loading before yes. that whole level started yeah right so both were both of those environments loaded in yes yeah and that's that's the thing that i was kind of like saying to you is like I'm sure like a lot of this can be done in like older hardware, but what compromises do you have to make to kind of be able to get it at the same level that you see on Ratchet and Clank? Cause yeah, yeah, I'm no developer myself too. So, you know, I'd be interested to see like, you know, would you be able to get it like almost like the way that they're doing it here or, you know, what compromises do you have to make to like, you know the maybe the size of the level right because ratchet and clank yeah. the size of the levels are pretty huge yeah um and and, and rich in detail yeah yeah and that load the loading time just is look pretty near this. instantaneous too yeah. when you jump in you jump into your ship and that serves as it's loading yeah and you're so, off to the next planet yeah. but like the games in the past there's a reason um the arc batman arkham games you enter into like a vent. There's a reason why like the old yeah. Spider- like or the Spider-Man the open world games. There's a whole sequence between open world and indoor areas. Or or even in like the Uncharted or Tomb Raider games where you're yeah. or even like those Unreal games like Star Wars where you're just like crawling through those it's narrow paths. Yeah, no yeah. spaces. Yeah. Um Final Fantasy, you have a bunch of narrow pathways from That's leading true. from one mm-hmm. area to another. Yeah. Um, so there are all sorts of tricks that people do to seamlessly load them, but mm. Ratchet didn't have to rely on that. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think any of us, Kevin, I don't think any of us are like any tech scientists here. No. Um, you, no. I mean, you two are, are developers and certainly way more technical than I am. Um, but yeah, the guy's technically not lying, but like his, 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 his title of the YouTube video is clearly clickbait. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But because there's a reason. It, there's a reason why 
Miles Morales on the PS5, you could instantly warp in and out of indoor yeah. to outdoor areas versus the same developer mm-hmm. couldn't do that on the PS4. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with uh, the the yeah. previous Spider-Man game, and he's come and he's showing. Sorry, Kevin. I'm just last point. No, 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 it's fine. He, he's showing this Lego game as an example that has flat textures and whatever. Yeah. It's probably a fun game. It's a PS3 game, but it's like you're comparing this game right here. This is the Clone Wars one. This is uh, a great- that that you know all the detail in Ratchet's nose is yeah. like all the detail like in that yeah. entire game right there. <laughs> Kevin, what are you saying, brother? Yeah, I was just saying to, to deny to technology, to deny the technology is 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 laughable. I mean, you can you can like we talked about, you can say clearly this might have been able to be done with a lot of uh, compromises, but uh, on on older graphical hits, yeah, with like graphical hits or or something, some sort of compromise. So to be able to say that is sure, that's fair, um, but we don't know because well, I haven't seen it done. Um, you know, I'd like to see that done before. Well, I mean, look at, okay. For instance, look at ghost of Tsushima. Um, if you want a really, I guess, applicable example of a, of a somewhat speedy game on last gen consoles. So I played ghost of Tsushima on, uh, you know, the PS4 pro. And when you would go to a new area, like you would fast travel, for instance, that would load up in seconds. And, and to them, they were like, well, this is incredible. Uh, but they didn't think so they it was know. like seven to 10 seconds and it was like yeah. really impressive. Yeah, it was incredible. Um, and, and so, you know, with something like that, for instance, doing something that impressive. Can I, hold on. Just, 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 can I just yeah. add to that? Yeah. So I remember it being seven to 10 seconds, somewhere around there, depending on how far you're fast traveling, I believe yeah. is what it was. Yeah. Um, I actually looked at what it was and I didn't do like the whole, uh, mm-hmm. I didn't clock it or anything like that, but it took <laughs> two seconds and the new, I'm playing yeah. it on PS five. Yeah. It took two seconds to load from one side of the Island to, to the other. Yeah. Sometimes it, it takes, felt like no load whatsoever. So there's a took, clear difference between performance, uh, yeah. SSD and, uh, the hard drive. Yeah. Well, and even just closing it, like for instance, uh, I was looking at like different games, like final fantasy seven remake, uh, miles Morales, um and and this game and just looking at how fast you could close the game and then open it and get in game and play and it was like for ghost of Tsushima, it was like eight seconds from clicking the game to being in and actually playing it uh so when you click it and then you load your game you're in the game playing within eight seconds total uh it's it's incredible so to deny the the speed and the capabilities of not just the the playstation 5 but you know xbox in general um, these next gen consoles, like to deny that is just kind of, it's kind of ridiculous. I wouldn't say it's dumb because as a developer, I'm sure he's got sound logic somewhere that we're just not, you know, hundred percent seeing as not as these professionals. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, one thing I will say though, is does Sony's PR and, and marketing and all that, butter it all up yeah i mean remember remember yeah. when i, I and i don't know if it was gearbox that said it but i i I, re- I recall them saying you know all these details in godfall and all this is pa- possible yeah from the power of the ps5 yeah oh by the way the game's coming like six months later by the way the yeah, game's coming out on ps4 <laughs> as well you know it's like oh i thought it was only yeah. possible on the ps5 yeah like of course they're like of course they could like you know uh make some changes to ratchet and and yeah. make it still play very similarly and make it available on a PS4 or yeah. PS4 Pro. Um of course they can. 
However, it is going to take it is going to take a fidelity hit. It is going to take some yeah. more loading. There are going to be some uh, that is, design decisions that they have to make yeah. to accommodate for that. Yeah. And I um, what it looks like on PS4. I wonder if you get it if you already own the PS5 version. Yeah, I mean, I, I imagine it'll still look great, but yeah, it's gonna yeah. it's gonna miss that. Um, it's gonna miss it's gonna miss the detail that you get from the PS5. Yeah. But yeah. like you know, it is it does that it is gonna be interesting when you get games like Horizon Forbidden West and God of War Ragnarok or whatever it's gonna be called. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be interesting that those are gonna be cross gen games, and are those gonna have those technical cro- compromises that we're talking about here that Ratchet would have yeah. had if it was cro- cross gen? Probably. Yeah. I don't I don't know if they will it would be completely detrimental to the game's gameplay, but yeah. it might they might not be as seamless as Ratchet yeah. and Clank is. Yeah, that, that would have worked in the God of War world too, because didn't they have portals from one level mm-hmm. to another? Yeah. And you use yeah. that that was essentially yeah. the loader. You're just running yeah. up and up around the like the <laughs> the tree circle, I guess, until the portal opened up. <laughs> the yeah. tree circle. That's my favorite name for it. The tree circle. <laughs> come boy to the tree circle um all right let's get into a couple of news bites here destiny 2 the witch queen new um i guess uh chapter new new installment of destiny 2 season um was announced i just took a quick look at the trailer Um, i don't play destiny 2 uh at all anymore so or really ever (laughs) um beyond a few hours um so anyways there's that that's dropping on february 22nd looks interesting psychonauts 2 dropped this week and uh i am so 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 happy about how 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 it's being received um it's got an 88 on metacritic and an 88 as well an open critic and it's yeah the reviews are glowing the reviewers are calling it a game of the year contender um i i'm certainly pleasantly surprised myself and uh excited i still need to get through the first one and i'm that's that's the big thing i'm debating right now the great this is a great game debate speaking of great game debate it's the game great game debates game club game psychonauts not so shameless plug love you guys (laughs) and I'm sitting here because I'm only a couple hours into the first one, and I'm like, do I watch a story recap of it, or do I dive into this really great game, a modern great rendition of Psychonauts? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just debating that and playing a lot of Aliens until until I figure, figure that de- debate out. I think the debate is ended because you're playing Aliens. I'm yeah. Speaking of which, out this week, Aliens Fireteam Elite dropped on PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, and PC on August 24th. Psychonauts <sighs> 2 dropped on PS4, Xbox One, and PC, but it's got some enhancements, actually, oh. for Xbox Series X and S, actually. On yeah. August 25th, missed re-release, or missed 2021, There, uh, it's called here. Oh, Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, PC and Mac. I believe that's on Game Pass as well. August 26th, that was available yesterday. Spelunky and Spelunky 2 are making their way to Switch. August 26th, Baldo, the Guardian Owls, is dropping on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC, and iOS, August 27th. It sounds like somebody's teasing him. Hey, Baldo. 
<laughs> sounds like a really uncreative wait baldo was the game person. you actually showed me wasn't that the game you showed me yeah. which was kind of like the ghibli uh yeah. sort of inspired game what ghibli-esque uh nino kuni-esque in terms of oh, its okay. art style but it's a um, put some respect on its name kevin i take it back because that sounds very cute yeah and it takes its inspiration from zelda too and apparently it's a meaty right, game right. uh, about 40 50 hours of game i think Oh wow! I'm, get out I am happy to eat crow anytime that I'm. Wrong. Join me, join me, my friend. <laughs> I think it's also out on Apple Arcade, so it is. Uh, yeah, I mean, as right you now. mentioned, on iOS. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Pearl. All right. Hold on. Hold we need on. to get. Thank we need to get ourselves some Apple Arcades, guys. We need to stop messing around. Get some Apple <laughs> Arcades. Get some Fantasian. Yep. I have. Stra Apple strap Arcade. it on and backbone it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> oh, <my> word. <laughs> strap it on your phone and backbone that joint. Wrapping on and back. We talked on. about God of War already. Yes, Kingdom Hearts, Soul Reaver, yeah. Genshin Impact. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Da David Burdett. Right David Burdett. <laughs> <laughs> covered all of our bases. Is there no more Heroes Three on I'm Switch, so August twenty seventh. Got some some good reviews, some mixed reviews. I think it was sitting at like a seventy something Metacritic. Well, I mean, No More Heroes has never been like a phenomenal, like absolutely must have game, but it is a good game, and I love them. Yeah. I've never played him. How dare you? Travis Touchdown needs you. The big con. And we're not talking about Kevin here. Is uh, dropping on Xbox Series X and <laughs> S, Xbox One, and PC August 31st. Guys, that is our show. Again, some housekeeping. Jeremy and our good friend Wes got that really cool Tales of Rise demo. A video a de demo impressions video out we'll link it in the description um if you liked our show you like our videos please give us that like please give us that subscribe we appreciate mm -hmm. that very much guys what did we miss each other already because we're about to end the show <laughs> <laughs> about to have a out of the box moment you know where they say so long farewell to you, my friend. All that jazz. You know what's? You know what? Actually, while we're on the topic, beautiful. Of that, <laughs> yes, yeah, sweet voice. By the way, we don't have yeah. an intro Wait. song between Wait, you while, and, and Kevin. While we're on the topic of Gone with the Wind, <laughs> is that what that <laughs> song was from? <laughs> no, Which, I don't know. Have you, Daniel? Be honest. Have you ever watched Gone with the, Gone with the no. Wind? Dude, no. you have to. It's 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 an it is a it's like a three-hour movie, but it is it is a beautiful movie, and if you've never watched, you have to at least once in your lifetime. Uh, it's it's it would fool you. <laughs> you would think it's all sunshines and rainbows, but it's not. No, isn't it a really sad movie? Oh, it's a very sad movie. Yeah, it takes place <laughs> in uh, World War II time. It's kind of up there with um, man, what's that movie? Um, it's a Beautiful Life. Oh, it's not not it's no, what is it? It's a Wonderful Life. Well, it's a wonderful life. It's a great movie too, but uh, I can't remember the name. It, it the movie I'm thinking of takes place, uh, I think, in Italy, and it's during World War II, and the Nazis are invading, and and pretty much half the movie takes place in in in, in a camp, and uh, this dad is trying to help his son kind of get through it, and so he's he's acting like everything's all fine, and it's all just a big game, and and he's doing this. And, you know, of course, putting his health at risk and and his life at risk to make sure that his son thinks that this whole thing is just a it's just a game. 
essentially. And then eventually, you know, that sounds really familiar. Yeah. Oh man. It's such a beautiful movie. I cry every time. <laughs> Guys, while we're on the topic of random movies uh, and housekeeping, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh, some more housekeeping news. We will likely not be doing an episode next week. Uh, I think the plan for now is to do a couple of short videos instead, similar to some of the reviews and previews that we've done. Um, TBD on that. If if, there, if there's a really big news week, you know, we're going to jump on that and, and probably yeah. do a podcast. Yeah. Um, so we're going to use that week instead to produce some more videos for you all. Um, so, yeah, if you see that we don't have a an episode, Please don't be startled. Please don't be surprised. Mm -hmm. We will be back. Mm -hmm. And hopefully it will be soon. Another week, another yeah. cast once again. Uh, yeah. The movie's name is Life is Beautiful. <laughs> I mixed up. Uh, Life is Beautiful. Title. Life is yes. Beautiful. It is. Oh, man. What, what about Flowers for Algernon? Oh, I don't know what that is. What is that? <laughs> Enough of these old random movies. Kevin, any other thoughts be besides random movies that you're Googling? Are we gonna play uh, Aliens tonight? Yeah, absolutely. Can please? Uh, I'm gonna yeah. Let me go to Quiznos first. I'm gonna get my sandwich. Yes. <laughs> I mean, get I'm gonna get a sandwich. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get my drugs. Yeah, I'm gonna get a, get my re up. Uh, get my <laughs> get my sandwich. Get a Mike's way, of course, as you do Quiznos. Yeah. Get an extra toasty <laughs> and uh, get ready for some aliens, man. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. I definitely have to uh, tend to to you know my wife needs some attention. Uh, she probably wants to watch, you know, an episode. Of, we've been watching The Good Doctor lately. It's a great show if you've never watched it. Okay, it's fantastic. Sounds boring, but <laughs> sounds like it's amazing. Dan, don't make me explain it. I'm gonna do Actually, it. No, no, no. Please don't, <laughs> Daniel. Your your partner probably knows no. because that is a uh, remake of a Korean. Uh, yes. Drama. Oh, you yes, know what? It is. Probably, I feel like she's talked about it, and that's. The reason why we're not uh, talking because I just ignore ignore her when she's I talking love, about things like this. I, I love that Jeremy <laughs> just knew that. By the way, every time you start the show, it tells you it's based on this Korean drama. Um, okay, But uh, you I, know, I gotta Daniel ask her. Kim I gotta is ask one her. of the one of the executive mm -hmm. producers, and he's in it shortly for a little bit. Um, yeah, beautiful, beautiful show. And now I'm Kevin, gonna I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. Kevin, yeah. Where can our friends find you? In their hearts, always. <laughs> um, and on Twitter, uh, at NXS Kevin. Thank you, sir. Jeremy, where can we find you on Twitter? At NXS Jeremy. <laughs> you could find all of us at NXS Cast on Twitter. You could find me at Dash Revolver on Twitter. Guys, I don't want to end the show. Can we talk about more movies now? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> is, that, is that a new podcast? We're gonna have a little movie movie club. Farewell. There we go. To Friends, you. until next time. It's been a fun show for Jeremy, for Kevin. I'm Dash. See y'all next time. Goodbye.